0: Show where we discuss all of the Legend of Zelda games and sometimes whatever we want. I'm your host, Crystal. With me is uh, Cameron. Hello. And then all the way returning finally since uh, bonus episode <laughs> four, uh, everybody loves everybody loves Raymond. It's Luke. Oh, I miss everybody loves everybody
1: loves Raymond. That was a great time. I'm glad yeah, somebody missed another misses one it.
0: of those. Sorry, that was Sorry, episode but- seven. Yeah.
1: Man, there was a a gut reaction to me that was like, Crystal, we need to go through and just make Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond. And then I realized I would be out of things to say about Everybody Loves Raymond by about
0: episode two. We can do, I I bet we could probably do five to seven episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond before we're done.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I was thinking that you could do five or seven episodes per episode.
1: Well, yeah, that's the other way to go, right? Just really dig in and just lose our minds.
2: Yeah, just treat it like MCU Complete Me. Only each block of content, so to speak, is Everybody Loves
0: Raymond.
1: Right, treat it like, just do, um, what's that podcast? The Star Wars Minute, but with Everybody Loves Raymond.
0: They It has 210 episodes, so we're not going to do that. I've either nope. that one. <laughs> you,
2: you could bring it down to a nice, clean 30 episodes if you do seven at a time.
1: I think if it would you would be a do season it, you'd at that time have to, at, at most. We'd have to binge each season
0: and yeah, do an episode per season. Oh that would be I don't want to watch that much Raymond. So you pick nine random episodes, one per season.
1: I mean two hundred and ten times twenty two, that is forty six hundred minutes divided by sixty is seventy seven hours. Yeah. No.
2: Come on, coward.
1: <laughs> I'm already watching every goddamn Marvel movie.
2: Oh yeah, y'all have got a real busy recording schedule lately. How did the best Marvel movie go
1: for you? It was, uh, not the best, actually. Oh, good. It One was, uh, argument, oh, It's the worst. Yeah, it was, uh, in contention for the worst.
2: I'm very glad to hear it.
1: It's not a good film.
2: I'm looking forward to hearing that episode. What a fucking movie that was.
1: Terrible movie.
2: Oh. I, as soon as I heard you talking about in the, um... In the Oh shit, what was the name of it? The one before Endgame. Uh, Infinity uh, War episode where it's like, yo, yeah. oh well, Gamora's death won't mean anything, they'll just bring her back. I'll just sit back going, oh this motherfucker right here. This is gonna be the one.
0: Uh, you know, and
1: here's the problem.
2: The problem. The... One problem.
1: Well, here's the problem with the thing you just said. <laughs> is that the, the status quo they set up for Gamora could be interesting to explore if they had like Good writers. You know? If that happened in a story that was good, I would think it was an interesting turn.
2: Well, you know, at least they killed Scarlett
0: Johansson.
1: Hey, but <laughs> at least they're finally making a movie out of her character now that she's dead.
0: Finally. Do you remember that beloved Twitter post? Guy who likes Spider Man Homecoming. This could be really good if they do it right. <laughs> I don't, actually. Uh, the project we are going upon today is to create a super mario timeline every super mario game that we care to rank in chronological order right so
1: what happened was cameron lost a bet to me
2: oh please do describe this bet for the listeners
1: well when did we first make the bet cam
2: oh that would have been about two weeks before the vgx show
1: Right, they the video game awards, uh, the yearly celebration of um, video game corporations, <laughs> <laughs> uh, posted their nominees for best game, and among them was The Last of Us Part Two, and we were kind of talking back and forth, mostly making fun of their nominations, and I was I just sort of said offhand, yeah, I don't know, Last of Us is gonna take it away in like a heartbeat, like no other game even has a chance. And you told me you thought maybe a different game might win. So I bet you... I We established a, uh, a wager wherein if The Last of Us Part Two won, I won. If any other game won, you won. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, you bet on gamers having good taste, and predictably you lost.
0: Well,
2: it's more like I bet on the press having good taste, but yeah, similarly predictably
0: i don't foul that one up
1: yeah the press
0: that's made up of 40 year old men uh huh right who, who have all go just... against the last of us too
1: i do not know who gets to vote on the game awards maybe that's public information i don't care enough to look it up it's public i'm sure there are people at least a handful of people who i like who probably did not vote for the last of us and voted for a good game Um, But they're definitely just going to get drowned out by the crowd who just fucking loves to see that torture porn.
2: (sighs) Last year had some pretty good video games. It had a lot
1: of good ones. One or two of them, I think, actually got nominated.
2: Even just for the strictly mainstream stuff, Hades and Animal Crossing, pretty good video games.
1: Absolutely.
2: But I fucked that up, and now here you are, uh, traveling down this rabbit hole with us.
1: Right, so my uh, winnings were that I got to uh, make y'all do an episode of this show about whatever I wanted, and I kind of struggled with coming up with an idea for it, in part because I didn't have, you know, I wanted to pick something relevant to the show, but then, like, I was thinking through games that I like a lot, that I would like enough to, like, talk about for, you know, an hour plus or whatever, and, like, Phoenix Wright has a pretty concrete timeline. It does. Metal Gear Solid has a pretty concrete timeline. There's a oh, few I don't know. points. There's a few points of I guess if you tried to rope in like the acid games, but I haven't played those, so I would be out of my depth.
2: Didn't it cross over with Monster Hunter at some point?
1: Um, Snake takes a boat ride to a monster island to fight a uh a monster. I can't the one that starts with a T, it's like tiger something.
2: T no less.
1: t yeah. He fights one of those, and then he also fights a Gear Rex, which is a biological Metal Gear
2: that's horrible
0: there's yeah also it sucks Assassin's real Creed bad crossover
2: which puts it on the same timeline as metal gear uh, sorry as final fantasy 15
0: mm. oh that's true yes because there's the assassin festival in final fantasy 15
2: right which also mean both metal gear and final fantasy both have cup noodle in them so it only makes sense
1: yeah i have posted a picture of gear Rex into the chat oh yeah that's a that's, great creature that's a yeah.
2: monster hunter for sure
1: Uh Uh-huh, yeah, it has a biological railgun.
0: I like that. (laughs) I wish it had, like, a little bulb to represent the bulb. Yeah.
1: Oh, the, like, radome? Yeah. Yeah. And it also is missing the laser dick that Metal Gear Rex has.
2: Yeah, it's not really the same without that particular artist just loves to have dicks on their robots.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it suggests the shape of Metal Gear Rex. It does. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, like... Metal Gear would be fun, but also, again, it's it's not really... You know, there's not a ton of room for debate there. Uh, and then I just decided that it would be funny to make us treat the story of the Mario games uh, as seriously as y'all treat Zelda games. I I
2: have good and bad news for you, and they're the same news. Yeah. yeah. Um, we already do that with Mario games.
1: Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> well, sh- ah, that teaches me for not listening to this show more.
2: Here's... Welcome to the deep end, Luke. I hope that you came in with an idea of what you want to say.
1: Uh, not really. I kind of thought we were all just going to be starting from scratch. I'm I'm ready to hear, you know, the work that's already been done, though.
2: Oh, we haven't really done any work. It's just that we all have concrete ideas of how we think Mario works. They're not all the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have some ideas. So here's... I mean, my gut is that the first thing we need to talk about is the whole Miyamoto saying that, like, oh, they're just, like, Popeye characters and, like... It's all just like plays, and like that's why Bowser is sometimes a bad guy, and sometimes he goes golf carting with them because it's like, ah, they're, you know, you don't, you can't really consider them all part of the same story. That's not how Mario works. I think. My personal opinion is that in the interest of what we're doing here, we have to throw that in the garbage and try to work out a sensible timeline here that oh, really? reconciles all of them.
0: Yeah, because even if that's true, that just creates an extra layer of fiction. Within the fiction of Mario, the fiction that the actor Mario is playing still has its timeline. Right. Right.
2: Well, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but that's part of what we're here to talk about.
0: Yeah. Here, Here is something that I think will affect how we start off, which is, it is my opinion that Dr. Mario is Mario's father.
1: Uh, That's always what I've thought, too! High five!
2: High
0: five!
2: Okay, I gotta hear what you two came to, how you came to this conclusion.
0: Uh, oh, well, Crystal, do you want to do your justification first? I think, because it's, it's the best way to reconcile the whole Cranky Kong thing. Mm -hmm. Because Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong, and he fought Jumpman Mario.
1: Okay, you're going that angle, I see.
0: Yes, Jumpman Mario was the hero of Donkey Kong, and he was also part of, like, Wrecking Crew and Golf, and the one where Mario fights in Vietnam. Then after that, he went to medical school and became Dr. Mario, and he set his sons up with a plumbing business.
1: Okay, okay, I can definitely see the logic there. I, I don't dislike where you're coming from. My feeling on it was always just, Mario already has a lot of jobs, and I don't- he's not that old. I don't know if you can really reconcile the idea that he went to medical school on top of everything else. I think Dr. Mario must be a distinct person from him, and based on Super Smash Brothers, where he's a little slower and doesn't jump quite as high, that to me maybe suggests he's a little older, which might suggest that he is Mario's
0: father. That's true. Mario Mario is canonically 25 years old.
1: That's true, yes.
2: He's been 25 years old since 1985.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, let me ask you this, though, because that is something that is not stated in any game. That's more Miyamoto Word of God stuff. Do we go Death of the Author with that and disregard that, or do we take that as, uh, you know, take hold
0: of that? We'll see if we have to. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I've
2: yeah. I've never leaned into the idea of taking text from outside the game as an authoritative source.
0: I generally
1: agree with you on that.
2: Now, I, I will wasn't... say,
1: though, I have seen Photoshop's you take Mario's mustache away, he does look about 25.
2: Yeah, he's he's missing those uh, folds running from the nose to the lips that is, like, the first sign of aging. He has a serious baby face.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, so, Crystal, I, I do like how you're squaring everything away uh, with, like, Donkey Kong and stuff. My thinking had always been just that, you know, yes, he's called Jumpman, but, yeah, that's Mario. He's in a construction site. He does all that stuff. Then he gets fired because a gorilla th- happened and a whole bunch of shit went down Um, and gets hired at his brother Luigi's plumbing service. And that's how we get into Mario Bros. I, I Before we go any further with this,
2: circling just for a second back to Dr. Yeah. Mario as Mario's dad. Yeah. How do you two reconcile this with Dr. Mario World?
1: Ooh, I am not super familiar with Dr. Mario World. Uh, Crystal, what do you think? Uh, hold on, I'm looking up Doctor Mario World. That's like the mobile, like free to play Doctor Mario, where you can play as like a like the Doctor Sona of every character. Yes,
2: just so. There's Doctor Luigi. There's Doctor Bowser. There's Doctor Dry Bowser. There's Doctor. Isn't there a Rose- Doctor
0: Babies? There's Doctor yeah, Babies. There's,
2: yes. There there's also Doctor Luma, who's a Star Baby.
0: Hmm. So my gut
1: instinct here is that Dr. Mario World is not a discrete event in itself, but is rather a reimagining of stories we have already heard. Now, hold um, on. Yeah, you're, okay, you're go going to it. give
2: this selective idea of what is or is not strictly canonical only when dealing with the mobile games. That doesn't seem right.
1: Well, what I would say is that the the hard, in undeniable canon would be the the mainline platform games, and then we would need to figure out a way to work everything else in. I think you would start like start by incorporating RPGs or like, spin-off uh, platformers, then you would edge out into sports games and so on. And I think a spin-off of a puzzle game spin-off is far enough out that there is... If we want to try to reconcile it, I am open to it, but I think that is so far away from the core... Uh, nucleus of what Mario is, that there is space to take it as a a more subjective thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. We should start with the mainline Super Mario platformers. Yeah. How do we define mainline?
1: Um, well, okay, I would say... Well, before we get to that, I feel like, can we all agree that Mario and Luigi are, are like plumbers in New York in Mario Bros, and then Mario Bros represents the transitional state we're like that game doesn't have an end because it's an arcade game but if it did it would end with them finding the mushroom kingdom and then agree, that leads yeah. directly into super mario
2: i don't know if they're necessarily uh from new york but they're certainly plumbers from so to speak our world
1: that's true there there is definitely some kind of <laughs> mario odyssey calls some things into question that will cross those bridges when we get to them
2: yes we have to accept that donkey kong and mario odyssey are strictly and stringently Canonical with each other, at least. That's true. Yes, for sure. Um, so I would oh, say Oh, wait, 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 but that means that Donkey Kong Mario is the same Mario and Mario Odyssey. That you're right. Okay,
1: so jump man cannot be Mario's father. What do you make
2: of that, Crystal? Uh
1: hmm. unless time flows differently in New Donk City and Pauline is mistaking Mario for his father.
2: Oh man, we've all had that. You know what? I'm not finishing that sentence.
1: <laughs> P.O.V. Pauline mistakes you for your father. So w- what is her specific dialogue? Mm. Can we We might need to like put a pin in that and come back to it because that might take some time to dredge up.
2: Yeah, um,
1: it, 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 the
2: general gist of it is that there are multiple references throughout New Donk City that refers to Mario uh, saving New Donk City from Donkey Kong, so to speak. Yes. Also, Pauline seems to have patched things up with Donkey Kong in the interim. Right, right. Which is important. It's important that people, like, grow and stuff. I really thought that they would put Pauline in uh, Bowser's Fury, but I don't think I've heard anything to that effect yet.
0: Okay. So the yeah, first game I'm a... putting on the yeah. spreadsheet is Mario Brothers Arcade 1983. Okay, yeah.
2: I can't actually access the spreadsheet. Oh, I, let me I,
0: make it accessible.
2: Yeah, I sent an email asking for access.
0: So I just off the top of my
1: head scribbled down what I think of as the mainline Mario games. If I have any omissions here, let me know. Hit but us. I've got Super Mario Brothers, Super yeah. Mario Brothers Two, Super Mario Brothers Two USA, Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario World, Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island, Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy One and Two, Super Mario three D Land, Super Mario three D World, and Super Mario Odyssey.
0: The one I would add to that is BS Super Mario USA, the sequel to Super Mario USA.
1: Okay, I like this. Yeah, would that go, like, after Super Mario World? Uh, It's at least after
0: Mario USA.
1: Well, okay, sure. I, I, I'm just assuming release-wise, not necessarily
0: timeline-wise. Yes, it's 96 release. Okay. So that would have put pl- just
2: before Mario 64. Yeah. Yep. Now, in this case, I think we could... We could argue that the earliest game in the timeline is most likely Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island.
1: Yeah, if you wanted to, like, expand more, um, you know, Yoshi's Story would probably go before that even, but I agree with you that Mario, from those games I just listed off, Yoshi's Island probably goes first.
0: Yeah, uh, I I would say let's work out the adult timeline. I will put Yoshi's Island first, though. Okay. Because, yeah, once we start roping in
1: RPGs, we'll have to answer some partners in time questions that I'm not ready to answer yet. I
2: think we're ready. (laughs) We will be, at least.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll get there.
2: Now, I do want to lay out before we get into it that I don't think that Smash Brothers is canonical to anything. Yeah, no.
1: Well, yeah, because it's just a kid playing with toys.
2: just a kid playing with toys. Yeah. It is also us as enormous children playing with toys that is the video game, canonically in and of itself. Right. There's like... Four or five different Nintendo series that are canonically video games within their own fiction, and they always make for weird conversations about <laughs> canonicity.
1: Which ones are you thinking of? Because I can think of—we just said Smash, and I'm thinking of Pokemon. What else is on?
2: Pokemon's there? the big one uh, yeah. because that universe explicitly came into being in 1996, which. Right. Like, if you, like, this Mario stuff is a conversation, but the Pokemon timeline episode would be the real motherfucker. See, that'd uh,
0: be a
1: mother- I, I don't know, because I feel like you and me, we pretty much know the Pokemon timeline.
2: Do- uh, well, maybe. I But, like, there's also stuff going on with all the remakes that call- like, there's all- That's true, there's, shit. like, parallel universes and stuff. And, like, the idea of parallel universes, it also brings up the possibility that each copy of the game for later entries is its own parallel universe. Right, right. Sort of like Dark Souls. Anyway. Yeah. uh, yeah. Pokemon is the Dark Souls of Pokemon. Animal Crossing is explicitly a video game that contains other video games. Right. Which, all right, And I'm pretty sure that Mario Kart is canonically video games.
1: Okay, okay.
2: There's a few of them. Nintendo doesn't pretend that they're making anything except for toys most of the time. It's just Zelda where they really try to pretend something else.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Would you say that
0: the sequel to Mario Brothers is Super Mario Brothers?
1: I would say that, yes. I I think they basically lead from one to the other. I think you fight all those crabs in that sewer, and then immediately meet Princess Peach before she gets kidnapped. Or I guess you meet a toad, she's already being kidnapped.
2: And Donkey Kong would predate Mario Brothers on this timeline?
1: Yes. Yeah, we would definitely put it before Mario Bros. I think we have some competing theories about how far back it goes. Right. But it's definitely before Mario Bros., Yeah, we'll work out Jumpman's timeline later.
2: Yeah. Because if that is Mario's father, then it could well come before Yoshi's Island.
1: Indeed. That's true. (laughs) God. So how do we feel about Super Mario Bros. 2? By which I mean the, the Japanese game. The Lost Levels here in the US of A.
2: It's a very soft canon, because it's just like a yeah. retelling of it. It's canon to me in terms of how I view the series, but I don't view the series in the way that we're talking about here. So it's right. like, sure. But yeah, I think that it's a, it's it's a, it's a guide-in, so to speak.
1: You're saying I've, it is a, like, narratively, it is a remake of Super Mario. You are not, uh, you reject the idea that Bowser simply kidnapped Princess Toadstool a second time and got, and Mario went and got her again.
0: Yes. Yes, the, oh. the uh, Super Mario Brothers two Japanese booklet says it's set in a parallel world. Oh fuck! Oh. Okay, so, so if I want to make a second column going. here. Actually, yeah, <laughs> timeline two. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, the last level, same time, just system, nineteen eighty six. It all took right. them.
1: It took them all all the way till like the N sixty four to start doing branching timelines for Zelda. They got this going immediately <laughs> on Mario. All right, so then we would say Mario two USA is like comes at least after super mario bros if not after both of these right
2: are we going to argue that uh super mario land is not mainline
1: uh i forgot about super mario land i think that's one we should probably include that is mainline Where does that go though yeah
2: i mean release order for me to start
1: yeah to start we can as we dig in we can maybe find justifications otherwise but i would say mario saves toadstool from bowser and then she says hey great good job there's this other motherfucker Topanga, though. You really got to go deal with him and save like my bud Daisy.
0: Mario Brothers Two is a dream. So that can happen at a lot of different points.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could.
2: I want to say that provisionally we can put it down as between Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers Three, just provisionally.
1: Yeah. I well, here's what I would say though: Super Mario Two is a dream, and it features Baboms and shy guys and some other stuff. I think it has to come after Mario has encountered each of those things in real life. Now, the Shy Guys might be him subconsciously remembering his time as an infant. Are bob in Yoshi's Island? I don't think so. I don't think they are either. So I think it has to come at least after Mario 3 so that he knows what bob are to dream about them. Unless we're considering the possibility that it's some kind of prophetic dream.
2: It's not just a prophetic dream, though. It's actually like, um, warts in that dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. That dream canonically is linked through Wart to the reality of the windfish in Link's Awakening. So he's seeing yes. into a world that exists without his ability to shape
1: it. Right, right. So bob
2: bombs could just be in there.
1: Yeah, I guess that's possible.
2: Also Kirby's there.
1: Right, yes, of course, obviously.
2: Because it's a dreamland. Yeah, hmm.
1: I'm fine with putting uh, Mario 2 USA right after Super Mario uh, for the time being. But I, I feel like there's more ground here. I kind of just want to see if we can build a foundation before we start. Yeah. really. Yeah. Now, does he have that dream in both timelines?
2: He could have the dream in either timeline. Maybe he's dreaming yeah. of the other timeline.
1: Even. Yeah, so are I, I you would
0: saying say. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Because Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers 2 are parallel. They, they just like share the slot. It's not a split in timeline, per se. It's like how Castlevania has a million versions of Castlevania 1.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I I, I accept that for the time being, at the very least. Yeah, alright. So, I would say, you know, we did already talk about the idea that we kind of, you know, need to disregard the idea of, like, stage shows or whatever. But Mario 3 takes that idea and really runs with it, in that the level geometry is visibly, like... Uh, props and stage setting, and, like, a, a curtain rises at the start of that game. Is that one a play? Yes. In fiction?
2: Also yes.
1: Okay. Then who wrote the play, do we think?
2: Um, well, I mean, there's a writing team behind Mario that does all this, but we don't know who they are. Maybe yeah, in the early the days...
1: of the Koopa Kids. Right. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. As far as I can remember, that's the only one that has, like diegetic theater material in it Um, in a way that i guess uh mario 2 usa does too but that one's a dream
2: well super mario 64 is also a documentary
1: that's true but it is portraying real events yeah like you said it's a documentary
2: but then maybe maybe it's not real events either it's just like a found footage story (sighs) yeah found footage stories way before that was a thing
1: yeah yeah I would almost, I, I'd be inclined to say it's a documentary, because like, I, I feel like we need to find some some in-universe evidence that that was a, a work of fiction that Lakitu was producing, as opposed to, because he introduces himself almost like a newscaster at the start of that game. He's like, ah, I'm Lakitu, here live at Peach's Castle, Mario's here.
2: That reminds me a lot of the Victorian era fantasy writers, who, or any kind of dramatic writers That's who true. always start off with like, and this is a true story that happened to me, and here is the proof that it happened to me and now I will begin the story
1: yeah there's definitely a writing convention there um, I guess we don't know if that writing convention exists in the mushroom kingdom though
0: I think it's likely that there are things before Mario 3 but I think it comes after too
1: I think that is good for now yeah which would then take us to Mario world which must come after Mario 3 because there's a crashed airship from Mario 3 in that game
2: oh thank God <laughs> It's good to have something simple.
1: Yeah. Which calls into question, that means that either Mario 3 is a play based upon real events, or Mario World is also fictional in the world of Mario.
2: Uh-huh. Which... And I, uh,
1: mm. As of this point, I could see an argument either way.
2: Okay, okay, okay. But for right now, we're just ordering them.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Mario World will definitely come after Mario 3.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Mario World after Mario 3. And then that gets us to uh, oh BS Mario USA. What is this, Crystal? I can t- it's like a in, a satellaview game. It sounds like
0: yeah. Is the is the, let me read the synopsis. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Okay. BS Super Mario USA. After the events of Super Mario Brothers Two, Mario and friends believe Subcon is all a dream and move on. However, Wart returns and overthrows the king of Subcon in the hero's absence. Mario and his friends once again face the forces of war, including the Birdo Trio.
1: So is this a case of Mario having, like, serial dreams? Or is this... Well, no, you already said, right, this crosses over with Wind... uh, Not Wind Waker, um, Wind Fish, Link's Awakening. uh, Which means that there is some kind of permanent dream world that Wart inhabits.
2: Or at least a world that Mario can access through his dreams.
0: right. Yeah, and you can learn more about that in Doki Doki Panic. That's the world that Mario visits in his dream. Is Doki Doki Panic canonical with Mario? Yeah, but it doesn't need to be on this list, just like we don't need to list all the Donkey Kong games.
2: But what if we did?
0: What if in the
1: Mario 2 Japan timeline, Mario dreams of himself as a different guy, and that's Doki Doki Panic? Oh, okay. And that explains why that one came out in Japan, while over here, where we didn't get that one, we get... Mario 2. Hmm. It was actually an intentional narrative conceit the whole time, and not just, you know, 80s electronics business.
0: My question is, what was introduced in this game that would reference a game that came after Mario USA?
1: Sorry, give me that one more time?
0: Uh, what what is in BS Super Mario USA that it took from other games that came after the first one?
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Um... I don't know, because I have not played it or heard of it until uh, several minutes ago.
2: I gotta get a towel to put up or something.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, is it just like a remix of uh, Mario 2?
0: Yeah, it's different levels, same gameplay. The cutscenes depict Mario and Luigi wearing their shirts and overalls in their original color scheme, despite that they've been swapped since 1988. So I think this happens early. Yeah,
1: but it's gotta happen after Mario USA, so I, I would be fine with it being directly after that before Mario 3.
0: Yeah, I'll put it right there. Okay. Okay, so Super Mario World, and what comes after that?
1: So, after Mario World, we've already got Yoshi's Island on here, so I think that pushes us up to Mario 64 time. Which, I do feel like the the dialogue in Mario 64 definitely implies that there is already some history between, like, Bowser and Mario at that point. Yeah. He's like, Ah, oh, Mario, you're not gonna get me this time, I took
0: over the castle, ah. Hmm... And this is around, this, this is when Toadstool starts going by Peach?
2: Yeah, yes. This this is when she starts rebranding.
0: So I think any game where she goes by Peach would probably be set after this. Very likely. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Do you think it's a case of just she has gotten to know Mario better over the years and now she's comfortable being on a first name basis with him?
2: Yeah, she's no longer uh, Toadstool Hime. She is now just right. Peach.
1: Right. Okay.
0: That's after Worlds.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm comfortable saying yeah. Well, Yoshi's in that, so it's got to be After World.
0: Yoshi's in sense. it. In the DS, yeah. You, version. Yoshi's
1: like on the roof of the castle. You have to like get all the stars to unlock a cannon. Oh when wait, yeah, talk yeah. To
2: okay. I'm about to say, Crystal, you didn't know this. I didn't know
0: it. I'm not good at Mario games. <laughs> it's
2: been 25 years. Are you even 25?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So Mario takes. What about Mario Lands? Well, Super Mario Mario. Land
2: was from 1989. Right. And Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins, was from 1992, which would make... I don't know.
1: I'm trying to think of what... Yeah, I mean, Topanga shows up as like a single boss in uh, Mario Land 2, which definitely suggests to me that is set after Mario Land 1, because it's like he's been, you know, dethroned and now he's just some schmuck working for Wario. Right. Um, Because Wario's
0: in Mario Land 2, and he's he's also in 64DS...
1: Yeah, which I think must be the same parallel timeline as Mario 2 Japan, right? Right, yeah. That makes sense to me.
0: So I think Mario lands right after each other, but before Mario 64.
1: Yeah, and I think you could probably make a case for putting it anywhere in there.
0: I'm saying maybe after Mario 3, Bowser took a break and Mario went to other places.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me. Or, well, so in Mario World, it's like Bowser crashed on Dinosaur Island, I think. But he has <laughs> Peach with him. I'm looking at Mario World to see if we have any story information for it from, like, the instruction manual. Mario Probably World. not a lot. Probably not a lot, but we might get one or two sentences that maybe give us some clues. You know. Let's see here. Uh, After saving the Mushroom Kingdom from Bowser and the rest of the Koopas in Mario 3, Mario and Luigi needed to recuperate from their adventures. Together, they agreed that the best place to vacation was a magical place called Dinosaur Land. So, this are, yeah, we, it locks into what we've already said, that it takes place right after Mario 3. But while Mario and Luigi reclined on the beach for a relaxing nap, Princess Toadstool disappeared, apparently seized by evil forces. After searching for hours for their missing friend, Mario and Luigi came upon an enormous egg in the forest. Suddenly, the egg hatched, and out popped a young dinosaur named Yoshi, who proceeded to tell Mario and Luigi a sad tale... ...of how his dinosaur pals were sealed in similar eggs by a group of monstrous turtles. "'Monstrous turtles!' exclaimed Luigi. "'Bowser and his bunch have returned!' Mario slowly nodded his head in agreement and, along with Yo- Luigi and Yoshi... ...set off across Dinosaur Land to find the princess to free Yoshi's friends. As they began their journey, Yoshi handed Mario a beautiful cape. This may help you. Some say it has magical powers. Uh, "'With a little luck and help from a magic cape... ...our hardy crew can defeat the seven worlds of Bowser's crazy Koopa Critters.' So, okay, yeah, it takes place right after Mario 3. I guess immediately after getting his ass kicked in Mario 3, Bowser colonizes Dinosaur Land, uh, and the crashed airship is just sort of, like, maybe that's how he discovered it. Mm -hmm. And then they they just coincidentally decide to vacation there and get kidnapped.
2: Yeah, this makes sense.
1: Okay. So, yeah, three and world go hand-in-hand next to each other, um, and that, yeah, I think Land... I think Mario Land has to go either after Mario World or Mario 1. Those, those are kind of the two choices.
0: That makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay.
1: Then I think we're looking good so far. Um, if we're going back to that list of, like, mainline Mario games, the next one up is Mario Sunshine, which would have to... I'm trying to think here.
2: Well, it's the first introduction of Bowser Jr.
1: Right. That's, that's what I'm thinking. It's kind of the one big clue about when it might be.
2: And also the fact that it came out in 2002, because most of these are just... I think that there's a certain point, either around Super Mario Sunshine or Super Mario Galaxy, where they treat the backstory of the Mario conflict as just having always been. sort of an amorphous history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of getting near the beginning of that.
1: Yeah, the main thing that's jumping out to me for Bowser Jr. is that Peach is confused but not um completely dismissive of the idea that bowser jr is her son which suggests to me that it must take place sometime after her and bowser have spent a significant amount of time together probably not the first time because to me the the plot of the story in sunshine implies that she has had sex with bowser because otherwise she would just be like what i'm not your mom what but she's like mom oh
2: I have an answer for this, but the okay. short of it is they're married.
1: Yeah, I I I'm totally willing to buy that. My and, I mean, in the metafiction of it. Married. Yeah. Sure. Uh, if we're getting into this side of it, my interpretation would be that Mario Bowser and Peach are a throuple and it, you know, they get in they just kind of like kidnap play.
2: Oh, see, that's yeah, just like uh, Zelda, uh Zelda, and Zelda Link. Zelda Link and Ganon in the uh and the Zelda cartoon. You should listen to uh, that episode luke it's a it's a it's a fucking journey
1: <laughs> i'll have to give it a listen
2: we we come pretty organically to the conclusion that this is all just one large sex game
0: yeah so after super mario world maybe bowser chills the fuck out a little bit and that's why mario goes off to have his sarasaland adventures that makes sense and then maybe well Bo- maybe while mario
1: has gone yeah bowser chills out and maybe that's when he strikes up a legitimate romance with peach
2: But it's not a romance in the fiction of Mario Sunshine.
1: I think it might be, because again, Peach is not immediately dismissive of the possibility that Bowser Jr. is her son. Ah,
2: you know. That's it. What about the (laughs) Koopa
1: Kids? Well, see, here's where we get into trouble, because the Koopa Kids are not really explained in fiction anywhere, and they do have, like... Depending on who you listen to, they are either Bowser's other kids, or they're like a Boy Scout troop that he leads.
2: Yeah, they're like, uh, you could read it as just being Kid Koopas, not Kids of the Koopa King.
1: Right. Like, basically in the old stuff, they said that they they were his kids, and nowadays they say no, they're not.
0: Well, maybe they're like the Sons of Big Boss.
1: Right. Sure. (laughs) They've
0: been injected with the Bowser genes.
1: The Bowser genes. (laughs) I was
2: going to compare Roy to... Uh, Vulcan Raven, but y'all go off. I guess. I
1: feel like uh, Morton Koopa would be the Vulcan Raven. He's got a face tattoo. Uh,
2: hmm, maybe. Then who's Roy? <laughs> Roy or is uh, our Boy?
1: I mean, I, the the metaphor starts to break down. But if I'm thinking about who has cool sunglasses in Metal Gear Solid, it's Liquid Snake.
2: Ah, uh, you know what? He's basically a clone of Bowser in the first place, so that does make sense.
1: Right. So okay. So Bowser is big boss. Uh, is Big Boss Roy Koopa is Liquid Snake, yeah. <laughs>
0: Great,
2: fantastic. And we're going to say, you know, it's fuck it. Let's let's keep going,
1: yeah.
0: Somewhere see, else, there's there's quite a bit of a gap between Super Mario Sunshine and 64.
2: Yeah, it's like it took six years to come out.
1: Yeah, how mm, I don't think there's any canonical answer to this, but um, what is the rough uh, like what would we peg Bowser Jr.'s age as?
2: He's under Eight. six. I oh. think
1: under six, huh?
2: Yeah, I think that he was definitely born and raised sometime between Mario 64 and Mario Sunshine.
0: I, I right, think he was born sense. by the time... I think he was born, conceived and born while Mario was away with Daisy. Okay, okay. And Super Mario 64 is almost like a custody dispute. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're hmm. saying
1: that Bowser Jr. is in a crib somewhere during Mario 64. Yes. Yeah. Because I would put him a little older than six. I'd say, like, nine or ten.
2: He is convinced that Peach is his mom right. and Bowser is his dad. Yeah. And he looks at Peach and says, yes, that makes sense.
1: Okay, but we don't know what kind of education Bowser Jr. has gotten. I don't think that's entirely fair.
2: Also, his speech patterns do not suggest that he's very old. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I'd still, I, I feel like eight or nine is right for him.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll back off on this and say he's a shit kid. Yeah, and he's in the shit
0: kid age range.
1: Sure, yes, I will give you that.
0: The point is I do think if if we have trouble placing some of Mario's spin-off adventures, they could go in that yeah. gap.
1: That's true. We have a big gap there that we can we can fit things into if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so after Mario Sunshine, we have Super Mario Galaxy, which is another one of those what you were saying, Cameron, like at this point now it's like Oh yes, it's just yet another Bowser attack. The Koopa War has always been going on.
2: Yes, it's like the uh, new UC Gundam series where it's like, you just know how this shit works. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
1: Now, as much as we talked about kidnap play a moment ago, this one almost strikes me as a point against that because Bowser has a plan beyond just kidnapping Peach. He wants to, like, take control of the universe and remake it in his image. Well, he has a son now. Right.
2: Who is a very,
0: very capable fleet commander in his own right. Right. I was going to say, before we get to Super Mario Galaxy, do we want to cover new Super Mario Brothers? Who? okay. That does include Bowser Jr. It does.
1: It does, that's true. My I'm... knee-jerk reaction is that that is all Timeline 2 stuff. But I'm willing to hear other, you know, discussions. Here. Uh,
2: I want to hear why you think it's Timeline 2.
1: Okay, yeah, sure, because we talked about... The, the, the foundation of Timeline 2 is Super Mario Bros. 2 Japan, which we talked about. It's like a Gaiden version of Mario Bros. It's an instruction book that explicitly says it's an alternate world. New Super Mario Bros., while it doesn't have that explicit statement of being an alternate world, invokes the same kind of Gaiden, different retelling idea to me. Hmm.
2: So that, that's just sort of amusing to me because outside of the original Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers and New Super Mario Brothers Wii are like, by an order of magnitude, the best-selling traditional Mario games. I like sure. the idea that they're just alternative retellings that didn't really happen, even though they're wildly more popular than all the canonical I was, no, no, entries. I,
1: I am not saying that they didn't really happen. I'm saying they really happened in a different timeline. Oh, okay. You know, it's, yeah, I'm not like Wind Waker happened. It just happened in a different timeline from fucking Twilight Princess. Now, I don't know. That, maybe that doesn't match y'all's timeline. I haven't listened to that episode.
0: Now that I'm reading a synopsis, the story of this game actually is a big fucked up. Because they kill Bowser. Yep. His right, skin is burned solid. off and he becomes Dry Bowser. Yeah. Right. Then Bowser Jr. revives him by tossing his remains into a cauldron and makes him uh, Big Bowser. Yeah, that was, a yeah. Really good, uh, that was a really good final boss. The new I Super think Mario maybe Brothers Bowser's death weird. and resurrection influence his perspective in Super Mario Galaxy.
2: Well, if we're going by this, Bowser has died many times, it's implied here, and he just keeps <clears throat> coming back. This is the first appearance of Dry Bowser.
1: Yeah, this is the first appearance of Dry Bowser.
2: It's not the first <laughs> time his big ass has fallen into
1: lava. That's true. He falls into lava in uh, Mario Bros. 1 and in Mario 3. Um, does he fall into lava in 4? No, you fight him on like the castle roof he
2: he has definitely fallen into lava and died or have been implied to have died many times.
1: Yeah, he's at least 3 times that I'm counting. Well, but he's then he like, is using a volcano like a uh like a jacuzzi in Mario Sunshine.
2: Yeah. It's not consistent.
1: Well, but can we can we just say that or can we is there something mo- does he fake his own death when he falls into lava usually? And actually it's fine for him.
2: Well, I mean that's what acting is.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. But again, I think we—I don't think we can go with that. That's not like
2: you—not with that attitude.
1: Well, no. I think if the moment we bring that concept in, we're—what we're, we're, are we doing here?
0: Uh, yeah. I'll come back to it. It's fine. <laughs> let's let's set this aside for now and go on to Mario Galaxy. We'll come back to that. Yeah, Mario yeah, Galaxy. So Mario
1: Galaxy. Um, it it has to be after Sunshine because everyone already knows Bowser Jr. That sure. makes sense. Yeah. Also, I'm surprised by how much this is fitting release order so neatly so far.
2: I'm I'm really not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so another thing that this game does that isn't made quite as explicit in previous games is establishing, if not a romantic relationship, then a sort of faded connection. A faded romance between Mario and Peach, which hasn't been a thing in previous
1: titles. What are you thinking of when you refer to that?
2: Your special one
1: yeah you're right you're right
2: it's the first time where mario isn't just going after the princess for the sake of going after the princess he's going after peach because he cares so deeply about her that he's willing to brave all the perils in the universe
1: right right and uh, mario galaxy so i think we can slot it after sunshine just fine but the end of that game does start to make things messy for us because it ends with Bowser destroying the universe and Rosalina remaking a new universe. Yeah. So, I'm not saying, like, we can work with that. I'm just saying, you know, things are, it, it, it needs worked with, you know?
0: You could say perhaps in this new universe, Bowser's skin is not as tough. So he becomes oh. dry Bowser when he falls into Oh. Law. Okay, yeah. Hmm. What do we make of Rosalina in the first place? Because
2: there was a fairly popular fan theory that Rosalina is Peach's daughter.
1: Uh, what is the basis of that fan theory?
2: I believe that it is an illustration of her mother from the storybook. Okay, I'm looking this up. Okay.
1: Rosalina, Peach's daughter.
2: Yeah, I I know that's a a fan theory. I don't subscribe to it. I know it's...
1: I have heard it from Game Theory, which makes me distrustful of it.
2: Yeah, that's fair. No one likes Game Theory. Not even the people (laughs) who like Game Theory.
1: (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, let, let me look at, let's see, Rosalina storybook
0: pictures. Let's see. Her mom do
1: doesn't that. look like Peach. Her mom looks like her. I That's
2: one of the things is that Rosalina actually looks quite a lot like Peach.
0: Well, yeah. You ever notice how
2: all the women in Mario are super tall?
1: Yeah, they are. Like <laughs> because Mario's
2: short. Yeah. Right? But I mean, like everyone is fairly short, but Peach and Rosalina and Pauline, they're of size comparable to Bowser.
1: Well, uh, Rosalina, Rosalina is in, the
0: in particular
1: class. is like eight feet tall. Like she's in the same weight class as Bowser in Mario Kart.
2: Yeah, I think Mar- I'm going to say something that seems like it's going to be really out of place, but will make sense later. Hold on. My phone keeps going off. Monica, would you mind turning off that fucking alarm? It's time for my brain pills, y'all. Excuse me. Um, Alrighty. No, I'm not going to take them right now. I'm just going to remember to take them. Uh, I'm just asking that the alarm be turned off. I'm going to leave this in. Fuck it. Um, what was
1: I saying? You were oh. talking. We were, we were talking about how Rosalina's big.
2: Yeah, the thing that I'm. Don't you get up there? Get down from there, you goofy ass!
1: Oh my god!
2: Okay, look. Um, the thing that I'm going to say now that won't make any sense yet is that I think Mario Kart is the only actually canonical series. That's okay. absurd.
1: Yeah, it's Why the only one that's that portraying
2: so real events.
1: But he, he, I think he's saying that all these other ones are ones being played by the actors, and then go, then they go go karting after they're done playing. But that's. That's dumb because we're talking about the story. You know? No. Yeah,
0: even if that's true, there's still a story with a timeline. Sure. Except when there's not.
1: (laughs) But But you can apply that to...
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay, if this makes you feel better, pretend that we exist as actors, as fellow actors, who are just, like, bullshitting on on the set. It's like, huh, what if there was a timeline? Wouldn't that be fun? Let's make it.
1: Like, we, we, your whole podcast is predicated on the idea of accepting the internal fiction of the piece.
2: Yeah, and there's, you
1: can't, yeah, I can't, when the internal fiction of the piece,
2: when the internal fiction of the piece itself suggests that all of that is a facade, that it is, there is only
1: diegetic evidence for that in Mario 3. It is fictitious. Mario 3 is the only one you have a strong case for on that. Oh, you would bring a- in Word of God stuff, which you already <laughs> said yourself you like to ignore. You know for a
2: fact that Mario 1 is just a retelling of the actual events because that's in the instruction booklet. You know that Mario 2 is just a cartoon of a dream. You know that Mario no, no, 3 no, no. is a hold stage a play. You know that hold Mario 4 s- is a sequel
0: th- to the stage
1: play. <laughs> Hold on a fucking second. The instruction booklet did not say that Mario 2 is an alternate telling. It said it took place in an alternate world. Mario, is two different things. One. You made a whole fucking podcast about a game series with diverging timelines. You
0: know how this
2: works. Super Mario Brothers is not an actual depiction of the events. What? Who says? Look in the instruction book. I'm looking up the Mario Brothers instruction booklet right now. You go right ahead. Boy, I hope I'm right on that. <laughs> I can keep uh, up. I can keep up, fucking confidence like nobody in the fucking world. But it only works <laughs> out if it turns out to. Be.
1: Let's see here. Um, there might not be any story in the Super Mario
0: Brothers instruction booklet. Oh, I'm not rich. seeing that's this where- in the instruction booklet. That, what is that, it?
2: That's where that where you find out that all the people in the Mushroom Kingdom ha- are turned into bricks.
1: Right, and I definitely have heard that before. I. This version of it does not have any kind of story. It's got how to play and, like, information about, like, how to jump and, like, here's every enemy. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing I'm, the I'm part sorry. about
0: the bricks. I don't see the part that this is a, not a depiction of events, but actually a retelling. Okay, let Can me you link out. that version of the manual, Crystal? I'm just uh, looking at the wiki. I'll link that. I've okay. got the PDF
1: saved on here. Let me see if I... Because, yeah, it, I'm looking at a page called Super Mario Bros. Secret Tricks at the end of the manual... And it suggests doing a bulldozer attack where you kick a shell into multiple enemies.
2: Yeah, that sounds
1: good. It's, it's very sweet and quaint to me that they had to, like, explain that when it was new. Because, like, of course they did.
2: I mean, that's a very good technique.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so one day the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people was invaded by the Koopa, a tribe of turtles famous for their black magic. The quiet, peace-loving mushroom people were turned into mere stones, bricks, and even field horsehair plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. There's nothing in here that it's just a story. It's already portraying it as past events. It says right. presently. She oh. is
0: presently in the hands of the great Koopa Turtle King. I'm going to
2: yeah. have to check this PDF to the, see the where I got that fucking idea. The closest you get here is idea. that it
1: describes, it says Mario, the hero of the story, maybe, hears about the Mushroom People's plight.
2: Do, 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 do. Don't you hate it when it's like, "Oh, you should definitely log into Adobe Acrobat. It's like,
1: fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You got to log into Adobe Acrobat if you want to look at a PDF.
2: Shit. I want to open that shit with Chrome.
1: Yeah, Crystal, this was the manual I was looking at where there doesn't seem to be any story like that that uh oh no, objective of the game. Here we go. Yeah. One day the mushroom the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love these uh black and white screenshots of a CRT. It rules.
2: <laughs> this is weird. Why is the SNES manuals, the actual manuals in this but Oh, Nintendo fucking with me. These people. The one Crystal
1: Link has the information we're looking
2: for. I know, but I'm supposed to have these PDFs because I downloaded them from the... uh, There's a website that they give you to go to when you get the NES Mini or the SNES Mini. And the Uh, the one that you get for the SNES Mini is really
0: cool because it has that whole strategy guide that EarthBound came with. Oh, that's cool. That is actually cool. Okay, the All-Stars manual does speak in past tense. Okay. All-Stars is explicitly a uh, remake.
1: That's true, because they're all, like, gathered around at the beginning. Yeah, All-Stars is another one that is diegetically uh, some kind of...
2: You're really loving the word diegetically today.
1: What do you want from me? It's the right (laughs) word to use!
2: In the fictionally. I do accept in the fictionally, yes.
1: I like that in the Mario Bros. instruction manual, it's showing what all the buttons do... And up on the D-pad is labeled with just question marks. (laughs) As though it does something, but we don't know what.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, I I think we can discount the idea that it is... uh, All Stars is a retelling. The original is the objective events. Yes. Objective, no less.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As objective as anything.
0: All right, keep going. So after the universe is destroyed and recreated, then comes Galaxy 2.
1: Galaxy 2, but that, Galaxy 2 takes place in the new galaxy. I think, like, Galaxy 1 is the end of the alpha timeline.
0: Right. And I guess if you like wanted to splits, say, it because it's they're just... it's
1: one after another, you could line them up on the same timeline. But they are, like, time rewinds and the, the plot of Galaxy happens again in Galaxy 2.
0: It is it the same story?
1: It's very similar. It's like the whole Shooting Star Festival or whatever. It's, um... I forget how Galaxy 2 ends, because it's been forever since i played it, but it doesn't end with the universe blowing up again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, is a,
0: it is a star festival in both ones. Yeah.
2: Oh, a little thing hmm. worth mentioning here is that the Super Mario Bros. manual is very explicit that you kill Bowser.
1: Huh, okay.
2: There are but several we, ways to yeah. kill him, but you only get points if you use fireballs.
1: Right, right. It's also worth noting, though, that yeah, that's correct, because you do kill him at the end, I guess it's probably just worth tossing in that like it's not really Bowser until the last time. Right. Because when if you shoot him with fireballs, he like turns into a Goomba and then dies.
0: So Galaxy Two I would happens... say Galaxy One
1: and Galaxy Two happen concurrently in different timelines. Okay. Now are now do we want to is that a third timeline or does Rosalina create the timeline that like Japanese Mario Two and Mario sixty four DS take place in?
0: So, I, I wouldn't say we have any timeline splits, we just have, like, different versions of the same story, and this one isn't even a split, because the universe is destroyed and recreated on top of itself.
1: Sure, I guess I'm saying it's a split in the sense that they are, they're parallel universes that are mostly the same, but different. I'm sorry, notably, but Stone
2: Ocean into Steel Ball Run is actually the same timeline.
1: Those aren't even the same- no, they're not! <laughs> Stone, like, so steel ball run does not take place in the timeline that's created at the end of steel uh stone ocean
2: i know i just had to say it anyway
1: i don't know why it isn't that seems like the <laughs> obvious handshake but it's not i was very perplexed when i learned that oh shit
0: when is that confirmed i, I that would it's say mario started- galaxy 2 is placed under mario galaxy
1: uh cam it's i'm trying to think the
0: it's the do uh, crossover moment where it's confirmed right
1: that sounds right. I think it's also kind of for sure confirmed in Jojolion, which is a sequel to Steel Ball Run, and, uh, like, Holly Joestar is there, and, like, she doesn't have... Her son is not the weird doppelganger Jotaro that's in the Stone Ocean timeline.
2: I'm not gonna read that until it's finished.
1: That is entirely fair, because it updates at a snail's pace. Yeah. It's been going for seven years, and it's not done. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's that's a good that's a that's a good pace for a manga.
1: I think. Yeah, it, it's one chapter a month, which is you know, hey, take the time you need, but also it's very slow.
0: I'm sorry, Crystal. You were saying? I'm saying, Mario Galaxy Two happens like immediately after Galaxy One. There's no like room between them.
1: Yeah, because they're not even one after the other; they are literally
0: concurrent, just on different timelines. Well, they are after the other because you see the reset of the timeline in Mario Galaxy One. Sure, Rosalina does Metatom- introduce yeah. herself
2: to Mario for the first time in Galaxy 2.
1: Uh, is Rosalina even in Galaxy 2 other than as a shadow thing? No, she's she's there in a couple of spots. And she I thought she was just like the super assist. <laughs> the implication being that if you're having a hard time, the new god will come and help you. Uh,
2: maybe, oh god, I guess it has been ten years, I'm not sure anymore.
1: Yeah, that, that's my memory. Because you have um your purple buddy in Galaxy 2 that pilots the face ship. Lubba? Lubba, that's his name.
2: Yeah, he's he's a... Star, he, like Landlubba. Yeah. He's a good dude.
1: Alright, but yeah. Regardless, like, we're saying the same thing. We're just expressing it in different ways.
0: Yeah, I'm on the list, I'm putting it in the same column. Oh god, I list.
1: respectfully disagree with that choice, but I'm not gonna put up a fight about it.
2: Oh, this isn't uh this, is, this isn't a thing where we all agree at the end. Don't worry about it.
1: Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so the Natural Galaxy 2 on my list, we're up to Mario 3D Land, which is, I think, maybe in a series not known for heavy narrative, might be the most story light game we've touched so far.
2: Dry Bowser's just... in
1: this one. Oh, he is. Okay, that gives us something.
2: Um, we're sure that we don't want to touch on New Super Mario Bros. Wii.
1: Yeah, should we talk about the new Super Mario Brothers games?
0: Yeah, I think maybe after Galaxy 2, you can put new Super Mario Brothers. And that's the first appearance of Dry Bowser. Okay. After his, his, in this new universe, his skin's not as good.
1: Hmm. See, what I would, see, my argument would be Mario Galaxy 2 creates Timeline 2, and then the timeline of Timeline 2 is Mario 2 Japan, New Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers 2, Wii, Wii U. Everything we haven't placed yet? I'm saying the new series goes in Timeline 2.
2: But it's not a strictly new timeline. The universe ended.
1: End? Right. It's so not I, like... I'm saying Timeline 1 ends there, and then we are we switch over to Timeline 2 and continue from there.
2: Okay, so you're saying that something like uh, Mario 3D Land and Mario 3D World occur on the same timeline as Super Mario Bros. 2 and Super Mario 64 DS.
1: Yes. Where's that's wh- why they have the idea in 3D world to have uh, four guys all
0: teaming up because that's they did that in DS. I see. <laughs> I'm I prefer the idea that the old world is the old world ends. So how could Mario sixty four DS have happened?
2: Well, see, the way that I look at it is that uh, this y'all aren't going to like this answer, but what, okay. at the ending of Mario Galaxy, I think they just put it back. Everything's as it was.
1: I don't think so, because... Mar- no, because the the last shot of Mario Galaxy is Mario, like, waking up with Peach and Bowser, and he, like, looks up into the heavens and says, welcome, new galaxies. Yeah, he like he's speaking to out. the
2: crying Lumas.
1: But he didn't say, welcome, new Lumas. He says, new galaxies. There's
0: definitely a new
2: galaxy. Yes, it's new galaxies, the new galaxies born from the Lumas as Rosalina explains it to you so that you don't get too upset by the fact that all the Lumas die to rebirth the universe. <laughs>
1: Well, yes, that does happen, of course. I, mean, listen, I, I think everybody dies at the end of Mario Galaxy. That's that's what I'm
2: saying. Actually, nobody died. All the Lumas are just right. like stars now.
1: Sure, I, I hear what you're saying. I think everybody other than Rosalina dies. She births the new universe. Mario, like, awakens in this new universe. And, like, that's the fucked up thing. And maybe supports what you're saying, Cam. Because he does have a memory of Galaxy 1 at that point. He knows what happened the lumas
2: are much better at using the time stone than benedict cumberbatch is
1: yeah uh listen I, I i'm not gonna stand here and filibuster i feel very good about my interpretation of how this goes but uh you know if, if i am outnumbered here i will i will let it slide
2: i mean if you if you're not willing to filibuster i don't know what this i don't know what the book of Mordor is for you exactly
1: well just listen we've got a lot more games to get
0: to and we're already an hour in
2: I, we, we've covered 30 years of history
0: yeah so mario brothers Wii is has four guys bowser jr and it's peach's birthday Uh uh-huh you you think it just happens after new super mario brothers
2: yeah okay yeah and then they kidnap her in the cake
0: right as you do okay and then 3d land when's that set
2: uh yeah,
1: th- again 3d land yeah it, it. guess it has to be after new super mario brothers but other than that i don't know if there's any signifier it's got to be after three but we're already way after three i would say that if for uh you could
2: still put them in release order i for for new super marios and new super mario brothers Wii, i'd still say release order makes perfect sense
1: oh sure for the news we're saying how do you compare 3d land to those though
2: no i'm just looking at crystal's list right um, 3D Land. It, again, it's not much for story in terms of signifiers of where it exists in relation to the others.
1: Exactly. That makes it tr- tricky. It's it's like big thing is ah the Tanuki. Hold on a second. We have oh. discussed to use to use Cameron's favorite word uh, that Mario three is diegetically a stage play. Mario three is the only other one up till this point to use the raccoon tail, the Tanuki leaf. Is Mario 3D Land the real events that the stage play of Mario 3 is based on? No. Why do you say that?
0: Dry Bowser's in it.
1: Hmm. Well, but you would edit that out of the play because it's too scary for the kids. Isn't
2: Bowser Jr. in it? Yeah, is Bowser, Bowser Jr.'s in it.
1: Ah. Unless Mario 3 takes place much further up in the timeline than we've realized.
2: Yeah, that that could almost that it's funny. It's sort of funny how the easier way to explain that is that they're just stories being told within the fiction.
1: Mario 3 is just a story being told within the fiction. That's the only one. Sure. Give me any evidence for any others.
2: You're asking that's the wrong question, Luke.
1: No, it's not.
2: It's the exact wrong question. You've got the it's Tanukis, the- you've got the Tanuki right here. You're the one drawing the link between them.
0: Now, Great. New Super Mario Bros. 2 has the Tanuki tale. Okay, okay. I think maybe after Mario rediscovers it, it it must be set after 3D Land then. That makes sense to me. Also, the
2: Tanuki suit comes back several times after this, so any of them could be, according to your theory, the events described by Super Mario Bros. 3.
1: See, I am, I am suggesting that 3D Land would be the one because it is like... Like, the Tanuki tail is part of the logo of 3D Land, you know? They are horny for Tanookis in 3D land.
0: Sure. What do we make of the fact that the plot of Mario Bros. 2 is to make a million dollars?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that.
2: I mean, I don't make anything of it, but I do want to hear what you two make of it.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Because, yeah, that game is all about collecting coins, which is usually more of a Wario thing. And yet here we have Mario being a greedy little billionaire. Millionaire, I guess. I don't know what you value a coin at.
2: Hey Crystal, I have a question. Uh huh. You know all the prompts where they tell you to press a button to do a thing? Yeah. When they're spoken by characters, are they canonical?
0: Yeah, of course. Okay,
2: we'll come back to that.
0: Uh, you can do the
1: same shit with Zelda, though.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Metal Gear. 100 percent, Luke. That's not that's not a gotcha. All right. Like, if if you were going for the throat there, you you hit something else. I don't know where no, you were I'm aiming.
1: You, you are you are engaging in
0: bad faith that's not bad faith <laughs> so then new super mario brothers you yeah okay four guys again
2: more four guys
0: yeah
1: that is more four guys so it's got to be post ds does it well yeah cuz ds is when they get the idea for four guys <laughs> at least that's what we said earlier well they don't play four guys at once in ds that's true it's four guys taking turns tag team But Wii also has four guys.
0: Wii doesn't have... Yeah, You doesn't really have much of a story.
1: No. No, it's another one of those that's just kind of there. Um, Does you take place before uh, 2 because the failure of the Wii U is why they got to collect all those coins?
0: No, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, like, what what would be their motivation for collecting all these coins? Are Are they in some kind of debt?
1: And the answer is that after the smash hit success of the Wii, Nintendo made some bad marketing choices.
2: Uh, Let's see, when did New Super Mario Bros. 2 come out? 2012. 2012. That would have been before the Wii U crashed and burned.
1: Right, sure, it came out then, but we're saying it's set after.
0: I see. I'm going to tentatively put them right there, and we'll come back to that if we find the motivation. I I like that.
1: Uh, 3D 3D World. 3D World, yeah. The cat scam. So 3D World is there just walking along, and they find a broken pipe, and they fix it, and whoops, Bowser's in there, and he kidnapped a bunch of fairies.
2: And also, um, Rosalina's there. Uh, she's she's canonically there. Right. She's, she's That's true, she is there.
1: Okay, okay, so 3D World has to happen before Galaxy, because she's not yet ascended to Godhood. No, but she, she comes back down. Rosalina there.
2: She comes back down, it's fine. I mean, yeah, she's, she's, she's still doing regular stuff in the ending of Super Mario Galaxy 2. She's still sending letters and living with all the Lumas.
1: I guess I would say that my, my gut as to why she's not a god in 3D World is because she can, like, miss a jump. You know, she can't just, like, phase through the universe to the flagpole. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah like that she's that a different character.
0: character. You are... <laughs> like, like, I'm saying, like, yes, she could just phase to the end of the level but, right, you but know, if she's that, gonna right? do this, she's gonna have fun doing it. Yeah.
2: Mario games yeah. are fundamentally about the characters having fun.
0: Sure. That's true. It's it's the joy of movement.
1: Yes. That's what Mario is about at its core. 100%. So I, 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 can, I can go with you on this, yeah.
0: So I'm just gonna put 3D World cleanly after uh, New 2. Yeah, well, so where are we putting it after New-, New 2? That's definitely
1: why it's after Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Why... Release order. Well, sure, but... The...
2: Alright. You don't need a stronger argument than that for Mario titles.
1: That kind of assumed that we were going into this and playing a fun game of trying to read more narrative into it. Okay, Luke, what are you CD getting markers. out of
2: Mario 3D World? Much less anything else in here that is telling
0: you that we should be placing it something besides release order. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing about the new games is that those are actually mostly driven by Bowser Jr., but Bowser is the antagonist of 3D World. Okay. So I I feel like there's got to be some point where, like, like, yeah, maybe 3D World happened first after Galaxy, and then Bowser fucking dies anew. And then hey, I have a Junior serious Patrick's question here for a little bit.
1: In in New Super Mario Bros. Wii and Wii U, the playable characters are Mario, Luigi, Blue Toad, and Yellow Toad. Oh, yeah. In, in 3D World, the playable characters are Mario,
0: Luigi, Peach, and Blue Toad. What happened to Yellow Toad? That's why think? they need the money for Yellow Toad's medical bills. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then You're he just figures it out. Yeah. Yeah, it turns and then out he dies anyway, off screen.
2: Turns out that importing um, insulin from the U.S. costs a lot of money. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Yes, I like this.
0: Okay, so so that
1: would put 3D World after New Two, because Yellow Toad is dead at this point, and he's he, not he gets dead. Beach. I think he, he retired. Did make it. He's still Maybe in he Mario retired. Kart Eight.
0: Yellow Toad is in
1: Mario Kart Eight. I don't know that. All right.
0: Yeah. So, okay. But 3D World didn't happen before New? Th- well, if we're saying New 2 happened after New, then,
1: yeah, no, I, I think the order you got it as written fits what we've said so far. Okay.
0: You're right. Bowser became Dry Bowser for a little bit, then he recovered, then 3D World happens. Okay. Right. After Yellow Toe died or got grievously injured in Mario Brothers 2. Yes. Them he to got to bumped to off too many times. Bread. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so then that brings us to Mario Odyssey. Does it? Is there, no, is there nothing else between them? It was huh? it was oh, there's Maker. Oh, Mario Maker, yeah. And how Mario we... Maker 2, uh,
2: yeah, that's after, that's after Odyssey. Right? Yeah. Did the first Maker have a plot? I know the second one does.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, the second one does have that plot, doesn't it? Yeah, the first one does not have anything like that. I forgot the second one had, like, that framing of, like, you're rebuilding the castle.
0: Yeah. Okay, how about this one? They were going to raise the million coins for Yellow Toad's surgery, but it turns out he died before they could get the money. (laughs) But now they have all this money, so like, let's get into construction, just like my daddy used to do in Wrecking Crew. Okay, yeah, that's true. The prestigious pre-Doctor
2: Mario. Doctor's not actually his title, it's just his name. Yeah, his first name is Jumpman.
0: Right.
1: Middle name is So does
0: Mario Maker take place before or after 3D World, would you say?
1: I'm trying to think what the arguments one way or
0: another would be. Because if we're going to go with that story, I would think like directly after New 2. Well,
2: yeah, I like that. We know that Mario Maker 2 has to come after 3D World because it's got 3D World in it.
0: Right. Right, that's true,
1: that's true.
2: So it's not just like Even if it's not a story sequel, though, it seems like it's also uh, set after on the timeline. It's also something where it's like, even in my bullshit, they're reusing parts of the Mario 3D World set. So it has to come
0: after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes sense. And Mario Maker has used stuff in it. So, okay. That works. Um, So, Mario Run. Ooh, I forgot about Mario Run. It doesn't have a story. (laughs) It doesn't even have a little bit of story. Yeah, oh. I don't know anything about Mario Run.
1: Mario, yeah, Mario Run is uh, in fiction made of Mario Maker levels.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, because there's a Kingdom Builder in it. So this is just right. a continuation of Mario Maker.
1: It's just the direct sequel to Mario Maker. Okay, yeah.
0: that makes sense. I Luke, Is it the
1: sequel or the prequel?
0: Hmm. Well, is you you this the their dry run of the
1: idea and then they really figure it out for Mario Maker?
2: Luke, I hate to come back around to this, but I do want to <laughs> say that Mario Maker is actually one of the reasons that I would suggest that Mario games are within their own canon video games.
1: I wait. Daisy's see... in this one in Mario Run.
0: Yeah. What is I that? Can... What does that yeah. mean? I don't. Know. It's after Mario Land. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: Well, Mario Land was a long time ago. So I-, I see where you're coming from with that argument, especially Mario Maker Two because they're literally building that kingdom out or that castle out of Mario levels. Is that how that or was working? They... I
2: thought they were just using the levels to get funds to rebuild the castle.
1: It's been a couple years since I played Mario Maker 2, so I... but isn't it like oh we're rebuilding the castle. Oh, Mario, I left my screwdriver at the end of this ice level. Can you go get it for me? And like, you go in a door and uh, you're in the ice level.
2: You would know better than me. All I know is that Toadette's trying to keep wages high because she's afraid the Toads will
0: unionize otherwise. Right.
1: Some of the Toads are actively trying to unionize. Right.
0: Wait, what games is Toadette in? She might be the key here. Uh Oh. (laughs) She's Um, introduced in Double Dash.
1: Yep. And then, uh, she's in Captain Toad... Treasure and Trapper. Mario Maker Two, is she in any other non-sports games?
2: She's, she's in, in Maker. The Thousand Year Door.
1: Is she okay? I actually I don't remember her being in the Thousand Year Door, but I guess it has been almost twenty fucking years. Also, there's a lot of Toads in Mario RPGs. I would totally buy that any old Toad you could
0: argue. Oh, there's Toadette right there. You know? I think you're right, Luke. That Run is then a prequel to Maker because she's a Mystery Mushroom costume and Maker. Okay. So she became friends with the Mario crew in Mario Run.
2: Okay. I would argue that she actually became friends first because she's been one of the hosts of Mario Party since, like, the GameCube days.
1: Unless we're suggesting that those Mario Parties took place in the future of their, like, relative to their release.
2: Okay, so, like, there's an end point for the Mario series and afterward Mario Party, like, all the friends just get together. What do we do if Bowser dies forever? How do we reconcile that?
1: Well, it hasn't happened yet, That's true,
2: he does keep coming back after we keep murdering him.
1: I mean, New Super Mario Bros. introduces the idea that he can be resurrected from bones, so I don't know if that's really a concern.
2: He dies so fucking hard in 3D World.
1: Uh, How does he die in 3D World? I think he
2: explodes into fireworks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's always getting thrown into bombs and stuff. Yeah, he's tough. He eats shit really good. At least he gets a cool car in 3D World.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, Toadette dates all the way back to Super Mario-kun? What the fuck? Huh. Hold on. Volume 40 of Super Mario-kun. That would have... Okay, 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 okay. okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. When did this shit run? Contain many of the characters. This is what it's like. This is just right. what it's... Oh, it started in 2014. Never mind. Oh. Christ. Little bullshit thing. I thought we <laughs> were onto something. Yeah. Oh, I hope she's in the new Mario Golf,
0: Mario Odyssey. That has oh, to be
1: Maker 2 first. or no? I guess Odyssey is before Maker Two. Yeah, Odyssey is okay, it before so Mario, Mario Maker Two. It... Yeah, it's before Mario Maker Two. Uh, I think Mario Maker Two was eighteen. Oh, that's and wait Odyssey seventeen. Okay,
2: so now you're agreeing with the release order thing.
1: I you were I thought you were asking when they came out. I didn't no, know no, you were asking no, no, when no, they no. were. Okay, no, I just misunderstood. Sorry. Uh, Odyssey. We know it must take place a good while after Donkey Kong. That's clue number one. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty. Um, it, do, they, do they mention the number of years in there? I feel like they might. Ooh, they might. Yeah.
2: They might. We can't dig through that uh, text dump at the moment, but they might.
1: No, that's that's too much. But we know it's a long time. And l- let me ask you this, because this we you know alluded to it earlier. Is Mario from New Donk City or is he from New York? We need to settle this.
2: Well, he was clearly living in what would eventually become New Donk City when he had that big fight with Donkey Kong.
1: But he looks nothing like the, you know, native New Donkites. What about it? I mean, he doesn't look like he is the same species as them.
2: What do you mean? He's Italian. <laughs> Luke, what are you getting at?
1: I, I'm saying that it seems like he wasn't born. Like, he like. I don't think his parents are, like, New Donkers. And I guess maybe they migrated to New Donk City. I hadn't considered that possibility until just now.
0: Who told you
2: Mario was human?
1: I guess nobody. Uh, No, Uh no,
0: they said Mario's human. Someone asked this, and I I don't remember who answered, but they said something like, you know, people come in all shapes and sizes. That's true. Okay, yeah.
2: So why can't Mario, like, I get that everybody in New Donk City are of similar height and build, but why can't Mario be from there?
1: I mean, there's, I guess there's no strict reason why there, why he couldn't be. It just seems unlikely, given the fact... Like, it seems like, you know, in New Dunk City, everybody uh, is an extra from Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa.
2: The models in 2006 up. were way uglier than
1: in Odyssey.
2: Oh, they were <laughs> all horrible, homunculus people.
1: <laughs> They're about on par. Anyway, not hey. really my core point. <laughs> Which is that you go over to, like, the uh, Mexican cultural appropriation kingdom and everybody there is a funny little skull guy. Yeah. It seems like those kingdoms in Odyssey have their own, like, if not, like, different dimensional laws than, at the very least, very different um, biologies in a way that suggests that, again, either he is... Not from New Donk, or that he is, yeah, his family, like, immigrated to New Donk at some point. I guess from Italy.
0: Like, he's a New Donker, but he's not a native New Donker.
1: Right, exactly.
0: My understanding is that New Donk City was named New York City, and then was renamed New Donk City at some point.
2: Yeah, well, what? after they got through the reconciliation with Donk, with the Kong clan.
1: What What's What's the, like, basis for that theory?
0: Well, because Mario's from Brooklyn. Uh, well, he's from oh, Brooklyn. Saying, okay, I yeah. see what you're
1: saying. You're saying that New Donk City... What, what is that the Metro Kingdom? Is that its real name? Yes. yes. Yeah. You're saying the Metro Kingdom is Mario's version of New York City that just got renamed.
0: Did, have they ever actually said New York or have they only said Brooklyn? Because it could be Brooklyn, mm. New Donk City. Was
2: it actually said mm. in any of the games that Mario is from Brooklyn?
1: Yeah, is that just Mario Super Show stuff, which is of dubious canonicity?
2: I wouldn't even say dubious. Like, we... <laughs> Like are we gonna are we gonna suggest that Mario
0: is fucking Captain Lou? Well, regardless, I think my point is that Mario Brothers nineteen eighty three arcade is set in New Donk City. Right. That
1: I, I see your argument there.
0: Odyssey does I Odyssey does make that argument.
2: In the canon of Odyssey, yeah. yes, Super Mario Brothers takes place in New Donk City. But I think that in the canon of soup of the original Mario Brothers, it takes place probably in New York or some other unnamed American town. Let's oh, Mario... it looks like Miyamoto has said New York
0: in interviews.
2: Miyamoto okay. well, says that the not... Legend of Zelda takes place on our Earth. Right. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, we we can't. We've already said we're ignoring what Miyamoto says, okay, as we're... everyone should.
2: I mean, love him. He's a funny old grandpa weird man. Not the one to go to for lore arguments. MarioWiki.com
0: slash New York City. Oh, God in heaven. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think it's ever said in the text of the games. Okay, let's see here.
2: As far Um, as that goes, is it ever said that Mario's Italian? Because he doesn't speak Italian. He speaks gibberish. Well, he's Japanese. He is actually Japanese. Yeah, they've said that. He is, but but that's another word of God thing. It, it's more like he's a Japanese character, not that he's of Japanese ethnicity.
0: Right, yeah. They seem to imply that he was of Japanese ethnicity and he's just putting on an Italian accent.
1: Isn't, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Never mind. <laughs>
0: Take a minute Doesn't...
2: to get it back. I'll edit out silences. It's fine.
1: Yeah. No, I I think what I was going to say is, isn't Mario, like, named after, like, Nintendo's landlord in America or something? But that doesn't matter. Who gives a shit?
2: Yeah, just like Kirby was named after one of their lawyers.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Who beat up Universal Pictures for them. Yeah. Oh, that's a good story. They they do go to New York and Mario is missing. Oh, yeah. But they don't say that's their hometown.
1: Yeah, and I think it has a similar problem of Luigi does not look like he belongs in New York. So I guess I'm asking a separate question. I'm willing. I dislike the theory that it's been New Donk all along, but I can't deny it. But now I do have a separate question of where are where's Mario's like family from? We've never seen like uh like a Mario world, like a Mario land, even though there's places called that. We never see like oh yeah, everyone here looks like Mario. People come in all shapes and sizes. They come in I all shapes agree. and sizes. I completely agree. I'm just saying, you would think that you would see a place like, oh yeah, no, I can see the resemblance between Mario and like these folks. Well, Dr. I, Mario. Yeah, Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you played Mario Golf? Sunny looks like he could be from the same species as Mario.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. But Look oddly, sunny Mario Golf.
2: that's a, that's a game that exists outside of the Mario platformer canon. Right.
1: I mean, like I said, I, I think we can expand to include some other stuff. I just wanted to start with this as our bedrock. Okay, I think so go on. All right, yeah. So Odyssey, like we said, takes place well after Donkey Kong. I think the only other thing we can really point to in terms of how to place it is that Peach at the end of that game rejects both Bowser and Mario and um, goes I mean, you're on being to be a dicks about it. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying she's wrong to. I'm just noting that she is. Which suggests to me that that thruple situation has fallen apart and that they are no longer all dating each other. I don't think that the
2: thruple situation was a thing in Mario Odyssey. Right, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. No, I I think, well, I mean, the kidnapping thing continues unabated throughout the entire series. And the thruple right. thing, I don't accept it as a thing, by the way. You
0: gotta oh, give me well. more in this. I think they could still be a thruple and just, like, rejection and denial is part of the thing.
1: That's possible. I guess I'm looking at it as like I think the flame has kind of died down. Bowser like not only tries to kidnap Peach but actually marry her. Um, like, and you know, plans the whole wedding. And it seems like she's not into that. She's also not into Mario offering her flowers at the end. I think they. I think the end of Mario Odyssey is uh, her breaking up with both of them
2: to date a cute hat. Bowser has kidnapped Peach with the intent to marry her several times. He did it in pa- Super Paper Mario. His, I think the earliest might have even been Mario RPG, or was that just yeah. the,
0: or was that the Wario looking motherfucker?
1: That was Booster, yeah, who wanted oh. to marry her.
0: Look, do you remember in Infinity Train season three the character of Frank the Bear who's just like uh, cooking some waffles in the cabin? Kinda. And uh, yeah,
1: yes, yes, I do.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, They asked in an interview if the cat is in a relationship with Frank. Uh And they said Frank would say so, but the cat would say they're keeping it casual. And I think that's how Peach (laughs) thinks. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Right,
1: But I'm saying, yeah, Bowser kind of overstepped some of her boundaries in Odyssey,
0: leading to the breakup. Like, listen, I'm not looking to get married. Let's just have some fun.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, they're... Okay, so the Thrupple thing isn't just a framing device, it's something in the text itself. So you're saying that textually, they're part of a little polycule.
1: Yeah, I'm saying the first couple kidnappings are legit kidnappings, and then somewhere, we have not pegged down where, um, they turn into, hey, you know, all three of us, we, we're kind of having fun with this. Let's just keep doing it as a fun thing. And that continues for some time until Odyssey, when Bowser violates uh some perhaps unspoken rules of their game and uh, peach wants out
0: okay. yeah i think maybe once because there's a gap before sunshine and then bowser jr starts like getting into the game so now bowser's like well i have to like this is really just to entertain my son uh-huh okay but then peach is like well i thought this was over what's going on uh-huh
2: and have y'all ever stood back and really looked at the metro kingdom <laughs>
1: Um, to what end?
2: I mean, like, the entire Metro Kingdom is just a bunch of skyscrapers. But if you pull back the camera enough, you see that the single platform on which the skyscrapers stand, because it is of size, it's another single skyscraper. And looking into the horizon, it's filled with equally colossal skyscrapers.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the Metro Kingdom is uh, on a Dark Souls-esque world tree.
0: Yes, an arch tree
1: arch tree yeah really because
2: i was i was just going to suggest that it's like full of either billions of people or that those mega structures are full of people who are literally miles tall
1: (laughs) You're, you're saying the metro kingdom is just a fractal in all ways pretty much Man, now I do wish the tops of the Metro Kingdom skyscrapers had themselves tiny Metro Kingdoms on top of them to support this idea.
2: Maybe the Metro Kingdom is only on one skyscraper that we can't access for some reason. It's on top of
0: the one from Donkey Kong. Yeah. Mm. Okay,
2: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mario loves
1: tall women. Yep. hey. I can't fault
0: him. Yeah, so it's like the Metro Kingdom is made up of the big skyscrapers, and on top of one of the big skyscrapers, the epic battle happened, and that was the founding of New Donk City.
2: Yes, New Donk City, But New York City
0: is broadly where the big skyscrapers are.
2: So New Donk City is really... It's like a minish society on top of some New York tower.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: I can, I can accept that. Mario changes scale all the time, depending on where yeah, he's going. Yeah, that's the
1: main thing. That's the first thing he ever did in Super Mario Bros.
2: Yeah, it, it's also established, like, he changes size according to where he's going in Super Mario World, in Super Mario 64. It's just a thing for him. I mean, well, also, and if too, we assume that... too, there's a whole tiny...
1: Like, one of the worlds in that game is just the inside of a house.
0: Yeah. And if we assume that the pipes are the size of, like, actual plumbing pipes that would be in your house,
1: yeah, it's pretty tiny. That's true.
0: This is
2: all working out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like this. You know, we've had some fights today, some conflicts, but we're we're coming together. Conflict okay, last one,
0: off. Super Mario Maker two. Do we want to include Bowser's Fury? Okay. What about yeah, Bowser's
1: Fury? I, I, I haven't
2: played, played it yet. Both.
1: I I own it. I played it for, like, five minutes just to see what it was, and I was like, I'll come back to this later, and later has not come yet.
2: Yeah, I'm still playing other
0: games at the moment. I guess we can just leave leave it for now. Maybe the reason Bowser's so mad is because Peach rejected him.
1: Yeah, there you go. He's in full mm. divorce dad mode, and he's letting his relationship with his son suffer for it.
2: Oh, yeah, we're getting all Mother 3 in here and shit. Um... (laughs) I, I feel like there's going to be an explanation in the game for why Bowser is the way he is.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he got corrupted by the dark mushroom or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 dark mushroom. You know, if if there was like a dark mushroom, an, a, a bad mushroom would be the perfect encapsulation of evil in the Mario setting. Like, if you showed me an evil mushroom, I wouldn't fucking know what to do with myself. That would be a I hype. I mean, they've that,
1: had those since the NES days. No,
2: not a poison one. Some mushrooms are just poisonous. I mean, a malicious
0: mushroom. Okay. I think that's a Goomba. That is a Goomba. God damn (laughs) So then Mario Maker... What's the story of that game? Mario Maker 2? It's like the castle gets blown up and you have to help the Toads rebuild
1: it. And you're like going through the levels to collect coins to pay the Toads for their labor.
2: Because until they're paid, they don't work. Right. Which, you know, fair system.
1: Sure.
0: Collecting oh, coins to pay for Okay, yeah
1: Which does kind of harken back to New
0: too. Peach so maybe it's like him. Mario oh, yeah, deals with the breakup by uh, Like just burying himself in his work and his construction business Right, yeah, yeah, yeah You know, there's not really anyone more honest than Carpenters It's true
2: That's um, why that
0: uh, guy's the carpenter
2: Yeah, that one guy You know the one Jimmy <laughs> you Carter know the guy. Jimmy Carter <laughs> uh, oh, I, Man, I,
1: for all the edutainment Mario games they've made, it's a bummer they never made President Mario.
2: I'm actually really glad they haven't. I don't need to learn more about U.S. presidents.
1: I guess that's true. I just like the image of Mario in the White House.
0: I don't think he can be president. He's Italian.
1: That's well, but he's from Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, mm, was he born in Brooklyn? Was he born? Yeah, we don't know. Sicily. We don't know
1: enough about Dr. Mario to be able to say.
0: Oh boy. I, I feel
2: like we could maybe say that New Super Mario Bros. 2 is mm-hmm. uh, an expounding on the collection of coins that goes into rebuilding Peach's Castle and Mario Maker
1: 2. So you're calling New 2 a sequel to Mario Maker 2?
2: No, I'm saying that it occurs within it. You remember that really old Zelda timeline theory that Link's Awakening I takes see. place during the seven years of Ocarina of Time?
1: Okay, okay, sure. You're saying New 2 takes place concurrently or like within Mario Maker 2.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What because I almost s- say that that flip that, that,
1: that cuz you got to get a million coins in Mario 2, which is a lot more than what you get in Maker 2, you know.
2: Yeah, it
0: costs uh, coins aren't worth very much and you have to pay for a lot of labor. Yeah. I think New 2 because of the Dry Bowser and Bowser Jr stuff, I don't think it could take place that way. Yeah. No. I kind of I kind of like the list as it stands right now.
2: Let me double check on the list here. Is there a particular reason we're putting Bowser's Fury before Mario Maker 2? Are we saying that Mario Maker 2 is the end of the timeline, the end of Mario?
0: Does Bowser play date. a role in Maker 2? Um, you can place Bowser in levels. Yeah. Well, I think it, then at that point it has to be after Bowser's calmed down.
2: But Bowser could See, be pissed that you used him poorly in the levels.
0: I, I feel like the the
1: Maker... We, you know, we've, we've breezed past it. Cam obviously has his theory for how Maker works. Um, I do feel like there is potentially... Because like, there's another game we haven't talked about here, and it's Mario 35.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go.
1: And what I might suggest is uh, Mario Maker and Mario Maker 2... I mean, I'm looking at the the box art of Mario Maker 2 right now. It is a giant Mario and Luigi placing little Mario's and Luigi's on a level uh-huh I think I think maybe they are some kind of gods of a nested Mario universe and yes cam I understand how <laughs> you might interject here and explain that it's all just in in fiction fiction sure yeah. but uh, I am I am positing the idea that there is some kind of meta Mario <laughs> perhaps you know created as a result of Mario Galaxy. You know, there's not just the two timelines, the one that died and the one that was recreated, but nigh-infinite, or at least 35 of them, and they all collide in Mario 35.
2: Might it recall the end of the Super Mario Brothers story uh, summary in its manual? You are Mario.
0: You are Mario.
2: You are Mario.
0: Now okay. see what this actually calls to mind is the Mario vs. Donkey Kong games. Oh Christ. Where March Mario leads an army of little wind-up marios. You're right. Maybe he he with his million dollars, he advanced that technology. They're so advanced they look just like Mario.
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, so we need to get Mario versus Donkey Kong March of the Minis somewhere in this timeline before Mario run.
0: But are, are you saying Mario 35 is then after Maker 2? Well, I guess at that, I guess at that point I would say no, it's
1: just after... March of the Main. Well, it'd be after Maker 1, because it's got to be somewhere...
0: That is just Mario setting his creations against one another. But is that conceit in Maker 1 that there's a god Mario?
2: I mean, who, someone's making the levels.
0: But no, you're right, because in Maker 1 the art is all like... Mario
1: as, like, a two-scale construction worker, like, carrying around the blocks and stuff. The giant godlike Mario is Maker 2 stuff.
0: Yeah, I think we have to have a progression of technology where Run is, like, very basic course creation. Then Maker's a little more advanced, and then Maker 2, he's got little androids. Maker 2, it's
1: no longer two-scale. He's just created entire (laughs) nanomachine networks that create little Mario worlds. I, I,
0: I, I really like the
2: way this is going. I don't want to put a damper on this. Is cover art canon?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the question, right? And the, hmm, yeah, I th- that maybe opens up some weird spaces. I I'm tempted to go along with it for Maker Two just because there's so little to go with on it, and also because it's a fun idea. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like this story. All right, but I, yeah, like if if we want to reevaluate something from another box art.
0: That might, you know, be an issue.
2: It could come up, but I don't think it will in the course of this conversation.
0: I think we've sorted out at least the primary adult Mario Mario platformer timeline. I think so, yes.
2: Plus Yoshi's Island.
1: Right. Now, we are at an hour 45.
0: I don't know how much more time y'all want to spend on this.
2: Now, that is what you call half a Good Book of Madora episode.
0: No, (laughs) one thing I'll add, I'll put Mario Brothers Game and Watch before Mario Brothers, because that's Mario and Luigi working at a bottling plant. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That's an easy one. That's before they had the money to start their own business as plumbers. Man, remember
2: when you could just, like, make money back in the 70s and 80s and start your own business with the cash you made at other jobs?
0: (sighs) I got a master's degree with my minimum wage job.
2: Yeah, that's just a thing that people could do back in, like, the before times. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Oof.
0: So, yes, do we want to call this here? I think that
2: before we call it, we should each of us make a general summary of how we see the fiction of Mario working.
1: Okay, sure.
2: Do you want to go first? Well, you are the guest, Luke. I think that probably all you All right, sure,
1: yeah, I'll go first. I, again, I think that it is, um, I, I, I understand that there is basis to consider all of these as just, yeah, disconnected stories, whatever. But it I, I gotta go with the fucking, like, DC like, comics thing of, like, oh, it's a made-up story, aren't they all? Like, yeah, of course it's all made-up bullshit. But, like, the fun of this is trying to interconnect the made-up bullshit in interesting ways. Um, so what I would say, you start off, you got Dr. Mario. Uh, he is a hard-working, uh, Italian immigrant to America. And or the Metro Kingdom? Unclear. Um, but, uh, you know, he becomes a doctor... There might be some other stuff that I'm less familiar with that he also does before giving birth to the Mario brothers, Mario and Luigi. Um, Mario works as a construction worker uh, until the events of Donkey Kong drive him out of that business. Him and Luigi get a job at a bottling plant to save up the money to start a plumbing business. Uh, And they get commissioned to work on the New York and or New Donk sewers uh, where they discover a portal to the Mushroom Kingdom which has been overrun by Bowser. Uh, and then they have to go on a big adventure to defeat Bowser, save the princess, all that good stuff. Meanwhile, in an alternate... Well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that stuff yet. Mario has a dream at some point. It doesn't really matter. He also... Uh, I'm looking through here. Um, he has another adventure where he stops Bowser with the help of a bunch of uh, Tanuki Leafs. And that is uh, turned into a smash hit stage play in the Mushroom Kingdom called Super Mario Bros. 3, even though the real events were 3D land. Uh, And then we have Mario World. After all of that hard work, they all go for a vacation, but it turns out Bowser got there first. He fucked up all the Yoshis. Mario and friends have to team up to, uh, you know, uh, liberate the Yoshis from Bowser's evil magic. And maybe around this point is when Bowser starts to get a little tired of all this, uh, you know, evil, like sincere evil stuff. Um, Mario goes off on an adventure in, uh, what's it? Sarasaland? Is that the daisy world? That sounds right. Uh, yeah. And Bowser and Peach strike up a legitimate romance. Mario gets back and is into it, so they all become a thruple. And, uh, but to keep up appearances, they hire a Lakitu to film Mario, quote-unquote, saving Princess Peach from Bowser, uh, in Mario 64, um, and everyone just assumes that it's business as usual, um, when really it's just them making an elaborate sex tape. Uh, then they go on vacation, it turns out that maybe, uh, Peach is, uh, a mother, but eh, he, she's not actually, and it all gets, uh, figured out at the end, that's sunshine for ya. Galaxy, um, Bowser maybe gets a little too enthusiastic about this whole thing, And uh, cooks up a plan to destroy the entire known universe. But Rosalina is there, and she uh, cleverly manipulates Mario into defusing the situation, but also giving her a pathway to become God. The universe is destroyed and made anew. And now we have a second timeline whereby, you know, instead of Mario 1, you have Mario 2. Instead of Mario World, you have, like, new Mario Wii U. All the news happened here. This is Timeline 2 now. We go up to Mario 64 DS. Um, and then we get into... Where are we at this point? I'm losing track. Because um, this is where I'm starting to really diverge from Crystal. Then you get into, like... Uh, right. During the new Super Mario games, You Mario makes friends with two toads, Yellow and Blue. Yellow gets real sick, so they have to go on an adventure to collect a bunch of money to pay for his medical debts. He unfortunately passes away in the meantime, though. So he... Uh, Instead, they use that money to start prototyping an idea for creating, uh, worlds based on their adventures, and that starts in Mario Run and gets, uh, perfected in Mario Maker. Um, at some point here, we do Mario 3D World, and, uh, I think, I guess, as the, the thruple situation must have happened at some point in Timeline 2. We didn't really go into that, because I'm the only Timeline 2 believer here, um, but, uh... Yeah, Mario 3D World happens, it's relatively inconsequential. Odyssey happens, that's when the big breakup occurs. Uh, Bowser uh, becomes a divorced dad, who is also an evil kaiju in Bowser's Fury, while Mario becomes more and more obsessed with his work uh, on his uh, Mario Maker concept, launching Mario Maker 2, creating more and more um, essentially clockwork alternate realities on his tabletop, perhaps... Uh, Which eventually all collide with one another in Mario 35, and that is where the story has been left so far. We can only imagine where
0: it will go next.
2: In Zack Snyder's Super Mario Bros.
0: Right, yes, exactly. Uh, Cameron, apparently there is a black sludge in Bowser's Fury that perhaps looks a little bit like the Malice from The Legend of Zelda
2: yes oh, shit. there sure is i really need to play that just to see if there's anything we can draw from it because there's definitely malice like shit in a lot of nintendo games of late i quite i quite like it is is Phazon connected to it at all phase all died when sure phase exploded so probably not but they do love that uh corruptive goo shit right so crystal do you want to sum up yours
0: okay uh there was a resident of uh, New Donk City named Man Mario. You know, he was a working class man. He worked a bunch of odd jobs. He even fought in the Vietnam War. At some point, uh, the Kong clan invaded New Donk City. And Man was able to defeat Cranky Kong, the leader of the Kongs. And for that, he got a big reward. And he was able to go to medical school and, you know, have, have kids with Pauline, even though they later got divorced. Uh, you know, his kids also had a bunch of odd jobs, but eventually while on a plumbing job, they got sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom and they ended up saving Princess Toadstool from the vicious and vile uh, King Koopa. Then they went to sleep and had some adventures in the dream world connected to the dream fish and Kirby. Then they fought uh, King Koopa again and got you know even closer to Princess Peach and then they tried to take a vacation but to Dinosaur Land, but they had to defeat Bowser there again. Then after that, after being defeated a few times, Bowser really calmed down. And uh, Mario had his own adventures in Sarasa Land, while Peach stayed behind and kind of had an affair with uh, King Koopa. And during that time, they secretly had a child. And uh, while he was <laughs> in a crib at uh, Peach's Castle... Uh, There was sort of like a custody dispute between Peach and Bowser, and then that's the events of Mario 64. I I hate to interrupt. I just want
1: to say I'm completely on board with you insisting that Bowser Jr. is actually Peach's son. I
0: like it. Yes. But, you know, eventually Bowser gets, gets Bowser Jr. in custody, and then things are fairly quiet for a few years, and Bowser Jr. gets a little older, and he starts being a little troublemaker in Super Mario Sunshine. And then Bowser, you know, he's not just thinking about himself anymore. He has a kid to look after. He decides he's going to remake a universe to be the best possible universe for his kid. Then uh, he destroys the universe and Rosalina remakes it. That's Galaxy Galaxy 2. Then uh, Bowser's getting older and the universe's skin's not as tough. So he gets killed in New Super Mario Brothers and resurrected by Bowser Jr. And then Bowser Jr. is kind of sort of uh, leading the mischief in the next couple uh, new games and 3D Land. And then, uh, yeah, they have some adventures with Yellow Toad in those games, but Yellow Toad gets sick. They have to raise some money for his hospital bills, but he tragically dies, so they reinvest the money in a construction business with uh, technology sort of getting more advanced over time. Um, then 3D World happens. It's sort of like the last hurrah of the classic Mario adventures, sort of like his last uh, big friendly adventure with Peach. But then, like, Bowser starts getting jealous. It's like, you know, Peach, I I would really like to... It's not just fun times anymore. I want to marry you. I want to have a life with you. I want to raise our child together. But Peach rejects both him and Mario. Uh, Bowser gets really mad, and that leads to the events of Bowser's Fury, whereas Mario sort of buries himself in his work and creates even more advanced androids for his courses. Christ in heaven.
2: <laughs> I... I noticed that both of you skipped Yoshi's Island. I want to ask, Is since that's where Mario is initially dropped by the stork, is Mario a native of Dinosaur Land?
1: Well, no, because he gets hit by, like, Kamek and drops Mario. That's not where he was meant to go. That's the whole, Yoshi's know, got to deliver him where he's supposed to right, be.
2: Right, but, but Mario is actually delivered to Dinosaur Land.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it doesn't matter that the stork fucked up. That's where he got born, technically.
0: Right. Sure, yeah,
1: I mean, you could definitely take it that way. Yeah, so
0: he can't be president. He can't it's be... also
1: worth pointing out that I forgot, at the end of that game, the Yoshis deliver him to his parents, and they're in, like, a weird Mushroom Kingdom house. Not New York City.
2: So, Mario might actually be from the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then, like, somehow ended up in New York, and it is not him discovering the Mushroom Kingdom, but discovering the way home.
2: Whoa. <laughs> I like that in the fiction of Super Mario Sunshine that Peach is as credulous as she is because the very last thing that happens in Super Mario Sunshine is Bowser saying to Bowser Jr., son, I have to tell you something. And Bowser Jr. is like, I know right. she's not my mom. Yeah. It's like, oh, so it's like you go back to Peach being like, girl, you had questions about this. Why did you have questions? <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's the funniest possible way they could have written it.
2: It is. It's really good. Only on, like, reviewings, though. The first time, it's like, what? The second time, it's like, holy shit, girl. You think you would remember that one? The kid weighed, like, 80 pounds.
1: (laughs) Well, we don't know how Koopa birth works. I guess.
2: He could have been born as one of those little things that he's just, like, no bigger than the palm of your hand.
1: I also suggested that maybe Bowser was the one who gave birth. I'm sorry, Crystal. Could you
0: repeat what you just fucking said? Well, I mean, he's a turtle man, so Peach probably did some ovipositing. Go on. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not, it's not like she's from New Dong City. She's a resident of the Mushroom Kingdom. She might have an ovipositor.
1: That's true. She looks human, but we have no idea what Peach is like anatomically. So
2: you're saying that Peach, potentially a fungus person, may yeah. have gotten, used an Ovipositor to deposit Bowser Junior in
1: Bowser.
0: No, no, I don't no, no, see no, no, one, no, that's no I'm vipositor. saying she laid an egg. Oh, I—that's a
1: cloaca, not an ovipositor. Yeah, that's
2: not an ovipositor. An ovipositor is—it's like those—it's like those wasps that lay their eggs inside of caterpillars, and then the babies eat the caterpillars. Oh,
1: <laughs> it could also be. I mean. Like, peach might you were, were describing s-
2: something real fucking different for a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> peach I might reproduce through, like, spores, you know? Yeah, like, Peach just <laughs> takes
2: off her shirt and she's got the fucking chest burster under there.
1: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> God. It would make sense if, like, we know that a toadette can become a peach. That's true. That can happen. Yeah. What if every one of these peaches is actually a different person? Oh fuck! I mean, it could be. You are you're opening a door that's going to add a whole other hour to this. I mean, if you think about it, it's stri- it, like it's very possible. The introduction of uh, uh, Peachette in New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe does raise a lot of interesting questions because the Super Crown what? only works for Toadette and it makes her into Peach.
1: No, you're totally right. Like I, I see where you're coming from. It no, does. Hold on. Yeah,
0: insects can absolutely use an ovipositor to attach an egg to a surface. It's not just for injecting it into another organism.
1: Okay, fair enough. That's
0: fair enough. You're 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 super right. It's just that
2: the way that it was working, I almost thought that I heard Luke say something about Bowser giving birth to Bowser Junior, like a seahorse. Yeah, horse. that's what I said. And I guess I conflated the two statements in my head. I apologize. Sure. Yeah. You can imagine why I did that though. Right. God, what a fucking conversation this has been. (laughs) I feel like I've had my eyes opened. I feel like I've gained eyes on the inside from some of this shit.
1: Well, great. So, uh, now that you have those eyes on the inside, tell us about your conception of the Mario timeline.
2: Okay, uh, do you want the top layer or the lower layer?
1: Give- give me the- the one that will take less time first and then give me the second one.
2: Okay, um... In the top layer, I think that there was a period during the first four or five mainline Mario games, we'll say at least up through Yoshi's Island, where they're telling this uh, contiguous story. Mario is dropped by the stork on the Yoshi Island, and he's carried off to the Mushroom Kingdom where he's born. He eventually emigrates to the United States and starts up a plumbing business after getting into a big fight with Donkey Kong and maybe having a really short romance with Pauline that ended up not going anywhere, not because they're emotionally or personally incompatible but because they have this shared trauma that just gets in the way of them being able to connect that way it's like getting kidnapped by a big fucking monkey that's really a fucking difficult thing to get past king kong was fucked up but donkey kong actually addresses it luckily pauline's off to the side and she not only repairs the city but she repairs the relationships between the kong kingdom because this was actually an international incident donkey kong because donkey kong is like royalty where he's from right and they end up reconciling these two nations so that you end up renaming the city for donkey kong and also renaming many of the streets after members of donkey kong's family which right, is
1: the dk crew
2: the D- for the crew yeah like they got do D- you think the
1: national anthem of the metro kingdom is the dk rap?
2: yes <laughs> absolutely Everyone in there knows how to sing it, and they there's a lot of arguments about whether or not it's supposed to be, like, a crew rap or something that you do by yourself.
1: I thought you were going to say there's a lot of arguments about whether to say heck or hell.
2: Oh, no. Everyone says hell. Okay. But every time the cast of the DK crew changes, they also have to change the lyrics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Cranky's in there right now, but who knows what'll happen once we get D- Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Switch. Who knows? Uh... Anyway, back to Mario, Uh, he immigrates to New York, and then once his kingdom comes under attack, he goes back to his home, and he rescues the princess, who's, like, way above him. He's just a menial laborer. She could never be really interested in him, though she gives him small tokens of affection just to show that it's like, I understand that you've done all this great work for the kingdom. You are truly... A paragon of our people. And it just goes on like that for a while. Mario dreams about this stuff. He is so into it. But because he is in the world that he is in, his dreams connect him to greater worlds still. He brushes up against terrible, terrible realities that he is very lucky to wake from. And he runs like this whole thing about the stage play. I have to ignore that shit for right now. I can't come back to that. The stage play thing is going to fuck this up, and Luke's going to lose his goddamn mind if I don't stop. So, they, I, No,
1: this is... You, listen, I, I will not fight. This is this is you presenting how you understand it.
2: But the thing about it is that I don't think that Super Mario Bros. 3 can be a representation of any other game. You could maybe argue that it's 3D world, not 3D land, because you don't have different kingdoms that you save in 3D land the way that you do in... Super Mario Brothers 3. You have to save all these different yeah. kings in Mario Brothers 3. And maybe No, you know what
1: that that's totally valid. I had not considered that angle.
2: You could finagle that to say that maybe the kings are the fairies. Maybe that.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: But I think that sometime after Super Mario World, which is the return to the land of Mario's birth, his true the 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 home of his blood, so to speak. God, Luigi got dropped off at the Mushroom Kingdom, but Mario got he, he got his shit was ruined. Um They're twins, but they were born in different worlds. Um, So you get that return and you save the people who originally rescued Mario in the first place. It's like poetry. That shit rhymes. It's a full circle. And then after that, I think that the stories just get a little bit odder. They treat all the past stories is like a pastiche. It's not so much about specific events that took place in the past. It becomes a series of stories that refer to the myth. Mario, at this point, is no longer a soap opera. It is more of like, God, it's like a tokusatsu production where it's like, yeah, these past series happened, sort of, but at the same time, nothing that happened in the past is going to limit the way that we tell these stories now. And I think that Mario, if you want to look at it as strictly happening in the fiction, Mario as a reality gets thinner and thinner. And the further forward we move, the less grounded it becomes. A stage play in Mario 3 suggests that there is a richer world that is telling that story. By the time we get to Super Mario Maker 2, the world is thin, perilously thin, so that it is a game within a game that is being made by the people who play it you don't just embody mario you have become mario the builder of worlds and the breaker of kingdoms and it's just like when you look at the fiction in and of itself this was the short answer
0: can you believe that bullshit (laughs) oh i see i see (coughs) (laughs) is is that the whole thing
2: yeah pretty much all right, yeah. I mean the w- universe gets restarted in there somewhere. I didn't ever see it as the universe getting restarted. I saw it as like time getting rewound through the power of the Loomas, like they pull everything out of the universal black hole. Yeah. But I also didn't right. see the universal black hole as like devouring the entire universe, oddly enough. Like when I first played, I thought it was just destroying local space. Sure. And after the black hole is destroyed, everybody just gets flung back to where they were.
1: Right, right. I can see that.
2: And maybe there's something in the game itself that suggests that the whole universe is destroyed. I
1: don't. It's that. been way too long since I've seen the end of Mario Galaxy to to get into the finer points of it. I think really of it
0: to. definitely came off as uh, uh, apocalyptic to me. Right. Well, I mean, it's a black
2: hole and all the Lumas die. That's about as apocalyptic as it can get. Yeah. So, so there's this series Mario. Uh huh. And there's one actor who's. Consistent throughout it. And it's not clear if it's supposed to be like a stage show or a television show or like a cartoon or whatever. They experiment with the medium. But there's these actors. There's Mario. And originally there's Donkey Kong. And they shared one or two things together. But over time, they both became so popular that these creative differences drive them apart. And they each pursue their own careers separately because it doesn't start with Mario and Bowser and Peach. It starts with Mario and Donkey Kong and Pauline, but she gets out of there for a little while. I don't know what the fuck she's been doing for the past 30 years. And we come back. Uh,
1: she um, dyed her hair slightly red and uh, became a pirate captain, and that's Captain Sir from the Warrior Williams.
2: Oh, all right, yeah. Do that. <laughs> I mean, why not? More tall right. women for Mario. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And I think that it's like, you can guess how the rest of this goes. Everybody in it is actors. These are all stories that they're telling in like, think of it as being like TV series that it's more like Godzilla movies in a sense where it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. They don't all necessarily belong to the same continuity. It's linked together by characters. And in this case by actors who may or may not be the writers. I think also that Mario, uh, I don't know that Mario actually has any uh, romantic entanglements in the, lower level of the storytelling like obviously in the fiction the hero has to get together with the girl so that's the way that the stories are always sure. told but bowser and peach have been married since like 1995
1: right and you're saying like in the real like for all we know mario and like waluigi are married
2: sure it could be could be we could, don't know could, like who, why the fuck else would they bring on waluigi except for nepotism you know that is true yeah it's just <laughs> nepotism and uh So Bowser Jr. isn't actually Bowser's son, nor is he Peach's son, but they did adopt him when he was a newborn. So he's raised as Peach's child, which is why he identifies Peach as mama in Super Mario Sunshine. And why everybody's surprised when he's able to act hard enough to say, oh, she's not really my mom at the end. Only he's not acting. He's being told that he's adopted. They just filmed that part for Super Mario Sunshine. Uh Uh-huh. That's 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 what happened there.
1: Right, the cameras just happened to be on.
2: No, they didn't happen to be on. They manipulated this child and oh no, <laughs> used this part of his like awareness. I don't know who the producer is on this show, but they need an ass woman. So that's how it sort of evolves from there. The way that the games evolve over time reflect the way that technology actually changes in the real mushroom kingdom that all this takes place in. Like yeah. that's why Mario Kart has uh, anti-gravity after super mario galaxy comes out because sure the anti-gravity is put forth as a thing in super mario galaxy as a testing grounds a way to figure out how to get the technology working and once it's uh mature technology like the technology put into the game boy in 1980 whenever uh, mm-hmm. they're able to utilize it on a larger scale and use it to build courses in Mario Kart, which is why you have a lot of zero-G bullshit in Mario Kart 8. Right, right. And that's that's basically it. It's just like they're all friends. Mario Golf, Mario Kart, and the other Mario sports games are the only real events that we see where it's just them hanging out and not doing their jobs. That's yeah. it. That's the whole thing.
1: Okay, all right.
2: I got nothing else.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean listen, I, I, I accept that as your interpretation. Oh wait,
2: no, no, no. There is one last one last little bit that I like like that like, I like coloring this in my head. Because that's one yeah. of the things why Bowser has been getting softer over time. Yeah. It's because like he's married to Peach and he it, like, wouldn't you be fucking sick of playing the bad guy opposite your spouse the entire time? Twenty-five years since they got right. married, he's been putting up with this bullshit.
1: Unless they were honestly into it, yeah.
2: But there's a moment in Super Mario Odyssey which was actually the impetus for me going off on this fucking fan fiction tangent originally. Right. Where Mario, because he's actually very good friends with Bowser and Peach, they they are lucky in that they have the kind of co-worker relationship where they're just, like, good with each other. It's good. Sure. And Mario's like, hey, man, listen, the story's going to be what it's going to be, but what if we have an end sequence where Mario, like, possesses Bowser and Bowser gets to be... Like, the one who's carrying Peach out, and you have this big action sequence that you get to act out. And that's the premise behind uh, Cappy in general. The whole game was built around that one sequence.
1: Ah, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, that's it.
0: All right. <laughs> but super well, Mario. Some I mean, of the so games are smart. good. Yeah, yeah. They're video games they that it. are video
2: games. They are. Now, next time we can try to include the Mario RPGs, which absolutely, right. I, I don't fucking,
0: I don't, I don't. Yeah, well, you want to make a bet on what the game of the year 2021 will be? <laughs> what are some 2021 games?
2: Some 2021 uh, games. Uh, um, we don't, oh, that's just the problem, though, because if you want to talk about goatee bait, I don't know that many of them are stronger than a Legend of Zelda game, and there's a non-zero chance that we could get yeah. a new Zelda game this year.
0: No, we yeah, won't. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be uh, Horizon Two.
2: Bullshit.
0: <laughs> Why bullshit? Horizon wasn't
2: what wasn't even like the fourth strongest goatee bait in that year. That it. Came well, yeah, out. I mean it, that it had
0: a lot more competition that year.
2: This year has some good video
0: games.
1: It does, but you, there's a difference between good and goatee bait.
0: Yeah, it has to be in the goatee genre. It has to be it, yeah, like an it's, action, it's adventure, know, RPG like... with stealth elements and like a cinematic story, and preferably a sad dad.
1: Has that stuff like just not been announced yet, or is it not happening as much this year because of like knock on effects from COVID?
2: I don't know. Like, is Forbidden West coming out this year?
1: I think, I think they've so. implied that it is, but they—I don't think they've said for sure.
0: Like, it's been four years since uh, Horizon One. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, there's
2: a non-zero chance we could get the new God of War game, and that's way more gaudy. No, than that's more. Is. I think that's
0: more likely to be delayed. Maybe. That yeah, was a 22, 2018, I would
1: assume yeah. God of War. It would be 2022. I'm looking at what, what the game of the year category. So Zelda won game of the year 2017. Horizon was a runner-up though. Uh huh. But I, that does put a lie to the idea that like if we got Zelda this year, like it, it's not a shoe in for Horizon per se.
2: Yeah, but Crystal's been holding since 2019 that Zelda was a 2022 title.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, see, I think it was a 2020 title until COVID happened.
0: Now, now it will come out fiscal year 35th anniversary of Zelda, which is to say March 2022.
2: With the I can sw- see that. With the Switch successor.
1: Um, I am still no. not into the idea of like a Switch successor happening soon.
2: I This this is also calling back to Crystal's original 2019 prediction. Sure,
0: I would sure. say 2023 Switch successor. Uh, and we'll they will resell you, Zelda.
2: <laughs> Maybe. I
1: yeah, maybe. I don't know, like, to me it just seems like, it, and I'm not calling you out specifically, Crystal, because I don't think you're doing this, but it just seems like people are real horny for the idea of, like, a a Switch Pro or a Switch re-release, like, relax, it's fine. You yeah, it's VHE too. <laughs> you don't need one, and there's not, like, a strong case for making one.
2: But we want the Switch to have DLSS.
0: Do you? Why? Oh. Because it makes the resolution higher. It does. Who cares? A lot uh, I know.
1: Uh, I know the answer. Yeah. Like every time there's a framerate stutter on any Nintendo game, it's like, ooh, I think this might be a sign that we're due for a Switch Pro. Like oh,
2: oh, do you do you remember all the conversations about how Monster Hunter Rise, all that footage they captured had to be running on the Switch Pro or the PC version?
1: I haven't followed Monster Hunter Rise, so no, but I believe it. That happened. The
2: game ain't that but goddamn pretty. It's it's good looking. It's good looking. Switching.
1: Breath of the Wild, the very first game that came out for Switch, had frame rate issues. Yeah. Frame rate issues are not a sign that the Switch is done. Yeah, that's
2: that, that's just sort of a thing that people have trouble accepting.
1: Uh huh. They're just so desperate to spend more money. They just released two consoles. Yeah. <laughs>
2: In fairness. No one needs to buy either of those.
1: They really don't, and I say that as somebody that owns a PS5.
0: Well, if you buy an Xbox Series X, you can run a bunch of Zelda games on that, (laughs) and they'll run pretty good. You can run them in HD. That that is uh, honestly a more compelling case than I've heard for anything else. I did that
2: thing where I got um, Xbox Live for a couple of years on the cheap, and then converted it to Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar. Yeah, I've been using that to play some games. PC games, and that's been real nice. It's
1: yeah, it, Game Pass is a pretty good deal still. It won't be one day, but for now it still is.
2: Yeah, it, for one day it won't be, but right now it's like, if somebody put a gun to their head and forced me to choose one of the new HD twins, I'd probably grab an Xbox just for that shit.
1: Yeah, like PS5, the the only reason, the only, like, pro in a PS5 column is to get a fucking Demon's Soul remake, and that, that Demon's Soul remake's okay. It's fine. Did you see that they fucking killed Japan Studios? Yeah! Yeah, it sucks ass!
0: That's the worst! The ones Uh. who made all the good ones. Right.
1: And I guess, in fairness, it's been a while since they've made a good one.
2: Yeah, but here's the thing. They weren't just producing games. They were also a collaborative partner in a lot of games. If Japan Studios hadn't acted as the go-between for uh, Sony proper and From Software, Bloodborne would have never been made.
1: Okay, well, then, yeah, never mind. It's like, I, I know that I, for
2: audio entropy people, all I have to do is say, if they weren't there, there'd be no Bloodborne. And they'd be like, ah, fuck! No Bloodborne! Well, now,
1: to be fair, I am not a big Bloodborne guy. I just recognize that Bloodborne is a very popular, well liked game.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, I know that there's some in there that would also strike you, but you. you I'm get... sure there
1: is. I actually think they were saying, though, that they're only killing, like, the internal development stuff, and that side of Japan Studios is sticking around.
2: No, they actually said that that part of Japan Studios, those functions are being folded into worldwide studios. So it's probably going to be handled by California or Europe from now on.
1: I see. Okay.
2: So you're not going to see a lot more collaborative projects with big Japanese developers like Bloodborne
1: was. That's a shame because honestly, every time I run through my head of like game studios I like, all of my favorite ones, basically all of them are Japanese. They sure are. It's like a bunch of Japanese studios and Samogo.
2: (laughs) A bunch of Japanese studios and then a bunch of indies, some of whom are also Japanese studios.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a moment of silence for Mario before his execution on March 31st, 2021. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot he's dying soon. They need
2: to hurry up and shoot this motherfucker so that they can tell me about the Zelda 35th anniversary. God damn it, I have waited a year and a half for a new commercial.
1: Give me my fucking commercial. Yeah, you're getting Skyward Sword for $10 more than it used to be.
0: That's fine. <gasps> I'm it has paying button controls, $70 $10 for $10 my better. stupid controllers. Uh huh, yeah. The camera, you have anything to plug? Hell no! You're listening to it! Luke, you have something to plug?
2: <laughs> so for you to say something, Cam? Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Camera. Yeah.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other podcasts I do on audio entropy, such as uh, MCU Complete Me, which I do with Crystal, where we whine about Marvel movies, like we did at the start of this show. Um, Crystal just put out the episode on Ant Man and the Wasp. We got Captain Marvel and Endgame in the can already. We're basically done. It's great. We're free. Um, but also you can find uh, on Playtest, which is an actual play podcast that IGM. It's uh, in its finale right now. By the time you're hearing this, it's probably done. Well, season one of it is done. Um, that show has been really great. I'm very proud of it. Crystal's on it. Um, you should listen to it. Y'all have a lot of podcasts.
0: Yeah. Y'all busy yeah you can find me at arcane crystal on twitter.com and on patreon.com or you can listen to this show a little bit earlier than usual give crystal your fucking money i didn't know you were
1: here stealing tr bits Jeez. oh yeah i also do total well i don't do totally reprise i do common repriser
0: forze where we talk about common rider forze you want to hear a super mario joke Goddamn right. Swing, yeah. What kind of music oh, do does you a wart on, listen to? to? <sighs> <sighs> Hip hop. The ah, oh, because fucking all now. See, yeah. Goodbye.
1: I like Goodbye. You Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, bye, everybody. It's the Mario! Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go! Do the Mario! Take one step. And then again, let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that.